start streaming now. Make sure that's good. 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 Right there. Move good. 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 Oh, We're man. on a good rate. I'm waiting for it to pop up here. It's my popped up. My computer does not like the transition with us in Discord, boys. Just saying. Just saying. It doesn't like it? That's, nah, that makes me right. sad. It does. It makes me sad, too. All right. Look at that. Mm, boy, that looks good on stream. <sighs> How's it going, guys? Good. good. How's it going? Good. It's, uh, it's fucking... It's not, it's not Thursday. It's Saturday, March 23rd. Right? Indeed. Yep. It's raining outside. I smell like a fire pit. Um, Why do you smell like a fire pit? Because I was at a fire pit, duh. Because you can't you can't do Dungeons and Dragons without. Uh oh. Bye, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. <laughs> your, Bobby camera, is, your, your, your camera, your camera just glitzed out. Hang on. There he is. He's back. He's back. He's back. I'm back. You can't do. You can't do, um, a, you can't do Dungeons and Dragons without barbecue and a fire pit. So that's what that's, we did. Th yeah, meat and fire. That is two things that sound perfect for Dungeons and Dragons. It's perfect. Meat, fire, and ale. Um, and we combine all of those things. Uh, yeah, so it's dope. How's everybody doing this week? So good. How you doing? Uh, Super good. I'm wearing, my, I'm wearing my headphones, my Astro headphones for this, and it sounds great. Sorry, Sarge, this is important. You were sick. How are you feeling, man? I, I was sick all week, and it was the worst thing possible. Are I was you, still kind of feeling it today i don't know why but it was just yeah some kind of bug and my stomach was turning and i just couldn't couldn't handle it i was in some bed for like three days after i got off work watched a lot of community i think i watched like two seasons and like a half hour oh it was a lot hold on you were home all week and we didn't play games during the no i wasn't day? home all week i i got in bed after i got off work i still had to go to work oh my my new boss is not as fun as my old bosses. <laughs> Has that? That's how that goes most of the time. Yeah. I've had a couple new bosses that were dope. One time Bobby was my boss and it was amazing. That's me. Yeah. One time he was my boss. Suck up. It was pretty sweet. Damn. Pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. Um, I actually literally, uh, like yesterday, was going through my stuff and uh, saw my like. I think I tweeted or something, like, "Yo, my new boss has a game podcast and it's dope." Um, before I knew any of Bobby's handles, um, and then Bobby, you called <laughs> me the, the other day, and it was it said Bobby West County. <laughs> What's that? The last time you called me um, on my phone, it said Bobby West County, and I was like, "What the oh?" Because we used to work. It me together. It me. It me. Um, Eric, how's your week been, Holmes? Uh, good. Long, Dope. stressful, very busy with work and everything. But good. Else. Yeah. Sounds the things like that cause stress. But it yeah, was yeah. good. Uh, yeah, it was bad. It was good. It was. I had my yearly physical. It was uh, the best of times. It was the worst. Of yeah, times. exactly. Uh, good, bad, ugly. You know. Got some blood work back. We've got some things uh, we'll talk about later as I get more blood work and tests done. But uh, yeah. Let's go. We're talking about the future. That's exactly what we're talking about. Jesus, yeah, uh, exactly. Um, yeah, bo uh, boys and girls and, and, and jelly dude, spoons and all it's that. It's been a fucking week. It, it has, has been. man. It's been a week. 
The news just there's never a lot ended. of there's a it lot of never news. ended. Never and as ended. you guys know, on Bounty Board, we start with news. After we, I guess, should we start introducing ourselves? Yes. Um, what's up, everybody? We... It's another episode of Bounty Board. I'm your host, <laughs> Caleb. Hashtag at love love. That's that hashtag won't work. Don't do that. Um, if you're watching the stream to my direct north, I have Sergeant Sodium. Uh, to Hola. my to your northwest, I have Eric Glass, Hybrid Glass. Why did I say that? Sorry. At Hybrid Glass. And to my direct west, you have Lumberjack Smack, the Bobby P. Yo. Off close, sommelier. Um, and the biggest we... bitch in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> One of them thick boys. <laughs> One of them thick, boy, thick boys. Thick boy. Uh, <coughs> and, ooh, that was a noise. And what then, um, when we start every show, we get started with news. And there's a lot of news. So, Sarge... Why don't you start us off with a couple of news stories and get us running... Oh my god, don't stop that. And get us running <laughs> down this uh, thread of news stories. Alright, so... Uh, sea of Thieves announces their anniversary content. Um, their one-year anniversary was actually March 20th, but they're releasing a uh, anniversary content update on uh, the 30th of April. Um, that's going to include uh, big conquest campaigns... Um, a new game type or game mode is going to be Arena, uh, where crews fight to acquire the most amount of treasure. It's kind of, I think it's more of like a battle royale, but more for like a treasure it's, hunt than anything. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's a, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of different, but it's really cool for the fact that like... Um, you don't they, have to go and, hunting for shit for people anymore? <clears throat> right, yeah. You could actually... If you play it right, you could just kill everybody after they've gotten the treasure and just steal all of their shit instead of actually going out and finding stuff. That's how so, pirates would do it, right? You did, you guys play, you find, did you guys play this? That's how they're supposed to do it. Anyway. Um, Sergeant and I played a lot of this game. Um, I haven't played... We haven't played Arena Mode yet, but... Arena doesn't um, come out till April 30th. Yeah, but friend of the show and um, my uncle, Sketch Sawyer, is in the uh, Sea of Thieves Pioneer program and has played Arena Mode. And says it's very awesome. You start with a smaller map. You can it's so small you can see all four it's like four to eight ships in one instance, and you can see them all when you start. And awesome. like everyone gets the same treasure map with the same marked treasure. And so you yeah, you go after the same stuff. So you yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight so. on land, fight on in seas, that kind of thing. Um right. they're also um, there's a possibility of a new ship being added, so that would be their fourth ship, I believe. Yeah. Um, and that would be cool yes. if that would be even bigger, so you could have Dude. bigger parties in there to where it's a lot yeah. more fun instead of just four. I want a man of war that takes like six people mm-hmm. that's got two decks of guns. Right. Instead of three guns on each side, like that's not a whole lot of fun. Oh, oh you yeah, said, you, you know said what? And that's... You, you said decks. I heard something else. Sorry, two dicks <laughs> of guns. Let's just move it on. Here. <laughs> um, the um, the the trailer I think shows a ship with four guns on the deck. Yeah, on each side. So my, that... my deck got four guns. <laughs> but they, they're also that I'm also could be the the harpoon that you might have seen because it, they do have a harpoon in there that they shoot at the megalodon, which is really cool too. And there's so, uh, and there's like fishing now and cooking. I, it's Moby Dick that shit. Yeah, I think um, the most interesting thing <laughs> about this trailer is it's showing 
the stuff the community's been asking for since the game came out. Like they have done, Rare has yeah. done such a great job over the year, like listening to their community and just saying, "Okay, guys, here's a sandbox. Go play how you want." Um, and tell us what you want. If and it's not tell there. us what you want. If it's not there, we'll put it on a roadmap. We'll try and get it in. We'll work it out, and then uh, we'll go from there. So I'm. At, at, this trailer has made me actually want to in, reinstall Sea of Thieves. Oh shit! And get into Sea of Thieves and give it a shot and give it another go uh, once I'm done with the division. <coughs> Yeah, for sure. Are you yeah. ever going to be done with that? No, never. So he means <laughs> Sea of Thieves has done nothing to draw his attention to play the game ever again. No, no. Because the vision's in the way. It looked good. It looked good. <laughs> um, I, I, I had a lot of fun with the demo of that shit. Like, I thought it was all right. I'll go back. The, the demo? You you mean the beta? The yeah, beta? the beta. Yeah, the you didn't be- play post-beta? <laughs> nah, man. It's on Game Pass. It's a Game Pass. It's free. Yeah, yeah it looks like he's angry at me for saying that, but his, mm. his internet. No, his is. camera froze. Yeah, my fucking internet upstairs sucks. I'll fix it tomorrow. We're gonna get a mesh network in the house. It'll be good. Yeah, you said that. They good. also uh, added different damage points. So now instead of just shooting holes in the deck, you can shoot the masts down, which is kind of oh, cool. Oh yeah. So you can like... make it to where they're immovable. They're kind of just stuck out in open waters, and you know now you just leave people there. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, that's dope. Um, the game that you and I love and that Eric is pretty fond of and that Bobby enjoys but isn't very uh, into it because he, he thinks he's not good at it, Apex, had a big old release this week too. You want to talk about that, Sarge? Yeah, uh, Apex Wild Frontier is the new patch that came out. They are offering a new battle pass now, just like almost every other game that comes out now. Um, there's going to be 100 levels of that game pass including um bonus items that you get on specific levels so like i think level two gave you like a um it was a skin for the triple take and like level five gives you an extra apex um pack to open up so you're gonna have the hundred plus extra stuff included including skins and um, like kill counters, that kind of thing. And Apex Coins, right? Because it pays yeah. for itself. Yes, yes, Apex Coins itself. Did we did we look into how many levels you have to get so that it does pay for itself? It's, it's not the a, full 100, is it like I think 50? it's like at least 75. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a lot. All right. But I, mean, I, but I think at the same this time, is the it's highest also like 10 one. I, don't, I, I think the, like Fortnite has one that has at least 100 levels, but this one might be the only other one that goes that high because I don't think everything else goes that high. Yeah, uh, PUBG's like, like 50 and, and Rocket uh, League's Rocket like League's 70 like or, or something. 70. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then they add, they also added um, a new character, Octane. Um, yeah. He's he's kind of got like the Mad Max feel to him. For sure. He absolutely De- Like definitely the look to him. Um, and then he's got the a few things. He's got a passive that allows him to heal while not being shot after, I think, three to six seconds. Um, he has an activate that lets him move 30% faster for six seconds. But it, Yo, you book. But it costs um, at least health. a syringe worth of health. Yep. Which is interesting because it, <coughs> cool. si- it recharges after six seconds. Like, you can yeah, keep using seconds. that. Yeah, it's, it's got two seconds. Yeah, you can just use it nonstop. But yeah, if, uh, but you're going to be you one have shot. Health packs, if you have health packs, that's dope. Um, also, if you're doing it when you're trying to get to zone, 
It's, it's kind of fine because he'll just regain his health after. Like it. He gets it's not. Back. It's not a fast regain, but it's enough that like if you got seventy five percent health, give it ten seconds and you should yeah. be fine. It's, yep. I think you it's know. one HP per two seconds or some shit like that. So like, if you lose fifty HP for about two minutes, you'll be regaining yeah. health, but then you'll be good. That's right. dope. I, I was having a good time with him when I played with him. I, I had a lot of fun. I haven't figured him out yet. I'm not sure how I feel. His super is a, a bounce pad. Sorry, we cut you off, Sarge. But his... Yeah, his super is a bounce pad, and it doesn't jump you that high. It jumps you to about a two-story building, and that's about it. And it'll probably jump you about 100 feet in distance, but I don't... I wonder what that's like if you pair it with his his stim boost. I do, I do got to say... I do got to say that I actually used it quite well on accident the other day with me and Caleb when I launched myself off a building and landed in a team fight and killed five people. So it did was kind of OP, oh, like, no. surprise, was, hey. Yeah, no, I put it down. <laughs> we were on a tower, and I put it down, and he was walking backwards. And I was like, oh, no, right. <laughs> and he landed at the bottom where two teams were fighting, and he was like, uh, I guess I'm just going to clean Everybody this up. Everybody die? Like, and yeah, then I came back up top like nothing happened. Um, um, so in else? that patch too they um they fixed hitboxes on gibraltar caustic and uh pathfinder which those were i think a lot bigger than they should have been so they got them down as close as they could be which was good um they also added like i didn't read through all the patch notes but i kind of spot checked some stuff now pathfinder can grapple to zip lines which i think is kind of cool Oh, so like, good, dude. It's so if good. you're like getting really close, like you can just grab that instead of waiting or actually running to him. You could also like run and jump off a really high shit and like I'm gonna. Uh. Yep. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And um, then lifeline has only been limited is now limited to only healing two people at a time. Weird. Instead of the whole team, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, it yeah, makes it a little never, OP having to heal ever, the whole team real quick but i've never played with a group that actually likes lifeline so her being right. op is not something that i actually understand yeah i didn't think um, she was ever i didn't think she was ever super op um i've seen a I lot hate, of people I, with kills with her though i hate her abilities so much well like, i mean healing yeah, fast is fine if you survive a fight but like bleh. right the ultimate accelerant spam on lifeline though can get you know, if you trip a team out real quick, um, you can go there. I think I do agree though with Sarge that the jump plate is very underwhelming. Um, it can so. be. There's a way to use it well. I just don't know it. Yeah, like, no. Well, I, th- I thought pi- Pathfinder zipline was terrible, and I was like, now I've got like five hundred thousand feet of I said zipline. That. I said yeah. that, motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, I hated Pathfinder too, but now I'm right. like, oh, so yeah. maybe that's where. Maybe that's the thing we need with. Uh, Okay. I was able like, to like get into one spot where it worked out pretty well, and oh no. other than that, I just felt like yeah we moved we moved past it so quick. Like it, I don't know. Like it, it's hard to get the whole squad. And somebody brought up that night that we were playing. Like if you could put it next to like a portal that you saw for a wraith and launch people off the fucking map. <laughs> yep. Yeah, oh yeah, my that would god, be cool. that would yeah. be the best. Well, you have to use your portal as a trap. You need to start a portal by an enemy and then close it right next to a jump pad so that when they come out of the portal, they hit the jump pad and they're, like, flying off the map. Oh, That, that takes a be... lot of planning, but if you could do it and just, like, wipe a team like that, it would be so fucking Well, good. I watched... I watched, it was two weeks ago, Viz and Crafty got pinched in a corner and they had to jump through an enemy wraith that had done just that. Uh, 
the new character I can't remember. Octane wasn't out yet, but he the uh, other character, whoever Crafty and Viz got debated by, put the end of the portal over a cliff, and they both just shot off the edge of the map. <laughs> That's so good, dude. Oh man, I saw I saw a guy the other day catch his teammate as Pathfinder, like someone fell off a thing and he ziplined them back. Yeah, you can shoot people with his grappling hook, Scorpion. Style. I didn't know you could grab teammates. I knew you it could might grab not have enemies. been a teammate. It might not have been a teammate. He maybe he grabbed. Oh no, that's what it was. Someone grabbed an enemy from across a chasm and then hit the button again on the way back and let go of them. Yeah, <laughs> they just fucking you. That's awesome. So good. All right, we got a lot of news. So uh, thank you for that, Sarge. We're gonna pick up and do a couple real quick. I'm gonna knock out the trailers. Toy Story Four trailer came out this week. Um, it's interesting. I'm excited for that movie. The fact that um, Tom Hanks or Tim Allen was it? Tim? It was Tim Allen. Tom Either Hanks. Tim Allen or Tom Hanks said that recording the last scene was the most tough thing they've ever done, and they never want to do anything like that again. So, like for Toy Story three or for four, for four. Oh, yeah. three was terrible. No, dude, this is the like the last was story for them apparently, or what, I don't know. All I know is that one of those guys was like, it was the hardest thing I've done, and yeah, I don't want to do anything like that again. Yeah, they've said that this is their last. They're not doing another one after this. Um, Whew, boys, time. my emotions, my emotions. Um, I can't believe it's gone as long as it has. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, it's duh. It's nope. It's it's duh. It's nope. It's. What was I gonna say? Denope. It, it's denope. I like that. It's nuts. Denope. It's nuts, and it's dope. It's duh, because I caught myself, and then I said nope. Whatever. Um, it's crazy because Sarge and I are aging with Andy, right? So like in Toy Story right. one, he was our age. In Toy Story two, yep. he was our age. In Toy Story three, he was moving off to college when we were going off to college. So yeah. like, ooh. and Eric's the mom's age, so it's about she's about a grandma <laughs> now. I think I think she's a grandma. Now. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, nice one. Uh, moving on real quick, not to hurt. Nice feelings. one. The Stranger <laughs> Things season three trailer came out this week. Ooh, baby. Fuck. Watched it. Ooh, it's fucking baby. It's, it's fucking good. Lit. I haven't and watched my, any of Stranger Things. Oh, dude, yeah. my cousin built sets um, for the entire third season of Stranger Things. Hold, so hold on, let's run. He that watched back. the he watched the trailer and was like, "Yo, I built like half of that." <laughs> let's, let's run this back. You have not watched Stranger Things? I for haven't. once, it's not me. For once, it's not me. <laughs> who has, wait, who who hasn't watched? I haven't. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, just <laughs> drop. I, I also haven't now. watched, like, Game of Thrones. Or... It's, 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 it's... <laughs> Bobby's about to have a fucking... <laughs> yeah. I can't show up anywhere around Bobby anymore. Bobby's hey, I can't tell me. if Bobby's camera froze or if he's about to <laughs> so, hey, jump. No, hey, my fucking hey. heart froze this time. <laughs> hey... Hey, soft close sommelier, bring it back, settle it down. Let's just calm down. Oh, I can shit. forgive. I can, there we go. Safe spot. Oh, hugs. Newsflash: Bobby and I are wearing the same fucking hoodie. I can forgive Game of Thrones to an extent, right? Because it's on HBO. It's an extra service. Netflix, though, Stranger Things, I can't. I, I that's not everybody can do the high fantasy, Bobby. Am I? Uh, I agree. I'll yeah. be your high fantasy. Speaking of high fantasy, you already are my high fantasy. Right <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I don't. I don't. No, I mean, I there, there's a lot of shows that I haven't watched, and like I'm starting to move into that that type that genre of shows, and I'm I'm I just don't watch TV. Yo, that much. no, you're totally fine, and I'll be the first to come to your defense <laughs> in that. Like, Game yo, of Thrones Ryan, was this is hard. a safe space. Have you ever watched Cinemax? Yes. Like after dark. 
Yes. Then you can watch Bobby, Game it's, of Bobby, it's pronounced Skinamax, my dude. Skinamax. <laughs> you can watch that. You can watch Game of Thrones. It's the same shit. No, it's the, fantasy, it's the <laughs> fantasy stuff, not the boobs. I know yeah. that's... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, boobs aren't the problem. I will be the first to. I will be the first. The so far, I think the only person to defend Sarge. Um, Game you. of Thrones is hard to get into. No, I just defended it. What are you talking about? I said I could forgive that one more than I could okay. Stranger Things. Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Game of Thrones is hard to get into. It's like season one starts slow, and that show is relatively slow. Yeah, you have to, it's it's like super intense, but it's it's a little anyway. My, anyway, my wife who does not like high fantasy at all watched the first season. She's like, I like it. Um, I just don't think I could watch another season of it because it's so slow. And it hasn't really picked up the pace, if you think about it, until last season. Um, is, you know, when yeah. it started getting... Yeah, oh, dude, there's... Good shit. Fuck, there's two, a battle... Sorry, two seasons ago. Yeah, there's a battle in this upcoming season that apparently is longer than any battle ever filmed. Yep. It's going to be like an hour and a half of straight battle. Good. That'd be cool. Hmm, it'll be interesting. Um, okay, so Toy Story 4, Stranger Things... Um, the Disney Fox merger finalized this week, so we're going to yes. start seeing uh, Marvel Studios be able to use their X Men and shit um, yes. on top of a, a lot of stuff coming out for like uh, Disney Plus and things like that. So that'll be dope. Um, there was some fake LucasArts hype. Bobby and I <laughs> fell for this hard. We so, are we going to skip over the fact that Disney's buying everything? I mean, yeah, it's a little alarming. It's a lot. It's a little alarming. The good news is, people that of the people that make movies, there's still a lot of other movie making companies. Yeah, right. But I mean, the they make, they make, make really good movies. Like, I'm not going to knock that, but like, yeah. come on now. Like, holy, like, but eventually they're going to buy Spider Man, and I'm going to be happy about that because they'll all be together. But I like it's going to be a lot of money from Sony. Sony's going to be like, I have the last Marvel. Fuck you. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody else has Marvel properties now. No, they don't. Uh, Disney. It's just Sony and Spider Man. Yeah, Disney right. is now the whole. House of Marvel with excuse me, Spider Man and uh, all of the people under that franchise. So, yeah, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't um, think it's. The, a ta- the, I would be more upset about it. Sorry, Eric, I keep cutting you off. No, no, go ahead. I would be more upset about it if pe- other people were making good superhero movies, right? And they're not. No. You know what I mean? Right. That's um, exactly Deadpool, what I was going to say. Deadpool is an outlier. X Men First Class was an outlier. Outside of that, there's been a lot of trouble in those realms. I, I'm just glad that we can have Ryan Reynolds' portrayal of Deadpool show up across the MCU because that is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, especially, is just he's a really good character actor, and to just have him making a career out of randomly showing up in all the MCU yes. movies, oh, like really, just yeah. just in like the most serious of scenes, walking by, just going, "Hey yep. guys, <laughs> is he going to be the new Stan Lee cameo?" Oh, that would be a oh, oh, oh. He, he needs to be dressed what as De- Stan Lee. Yeah, what if Deadpool was dressed as Stan Lee? <laughs> Dude, if Deadpool's fun. wearing a pair of glasses and a fake mustache. Yep, yep I like this. I'm on board with it. I hope uh, somebody's listening to the fucking show tonight because that's gold. Gonna, well, for, yes. I hope people are listening for other reasons, but yes. I hope someone important is listening so they can steal our idea and make money off of it. Yep. Um, what else? Um, there's that, a lot I, of... that idea is copyrighted Nerdy Bits TV 2019. Anything boom, said boom, after boom. that, uh, can ours. is ours. Yep. Uh, got yo, I gotta update some shit. You gotta let me talk. Go. Well, I, I, started, I brought up the Star Wars thing. Nope. And okay. Oh. Go ahead. Nope. What are you updating? You didn't put anything down about fucking Nintendo having their Nindy showcase. Oh, I have no, no, one. No, no. I have no, no, one no. too that That's didn't make true. it, Bobby. I Hold didn't on. make it too. Hold on. Hold on. Before, so everybody, complete. Uh, I have plausible deniability on this. 
when we were setting up and you said there's a lot of news, I said I'll remove the E3 Nintendo thing because it was, it was Bethesda and Nintendo had things go on this week. And I took that down and said, you can do the Nintendo stuff. The Bethesda stuff was just talking about E3. All right. So fair. calm fair. your tits, homie. You guys just hate Nintendo. I'm sitting here in the corner. I do. I don't, do not I don't hate, hate Nintendo. Nintendo. Oh, I do. <laughs> Ryan's like, we do. And both of us are like, no, we don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. I just, we do. No, I'm I just don't. kidding. I don't, I don't hate Nintendo. You, when you said we do, were you referring to you and Bob Ross? Or you? Yeah. is there somebody else we in the do. room with you? Okay, got it. Uh <laughs> Yo, you know Bob Ross didn't make Nintendo though, right? He's probably the only fucking dude. He didn't. He, he was so he did. high he didn't know what Nintendo was. You kidding well, me? His pretty little flowers and his trees. <laughs> and his I, saw, I saw. I saw. <laughs> sorry, me, Bobby. sorry, Bobby. Hold on. I saw a meme today that was uh, uh, Bob Ross, and it was a it was a picture of him painting. He goes, "What if Bob Ross was a serial killer?" And all the scenes he's painting are places he hid the bodies. And I was oh, like, "Don't say that." Oh. Oh. I was like, oh my god, so good. Oh. <laughs> All right, anyway, now oh. I'm done. Go, Bobby. Fuck. Okay, this will be quick and dirty. Nintendo, Ooh. this past mm. Wednesday, had their spring version of the Nindy Showcase. This has been, in my opinion, the most exciting time for Nintendo, as this is highlighting what the Switch is really shining best at, which is an uh, indie machine. So they went over, I don't know, like... 20 some games wow and a, a lot of these that we knew about some of them are uh, a surprise uh one of the bigger ones that really caught a lot of people off was cuphead is coming to the switch on april 18th they straight up said our yeah, friends at perfect. microsoft is letting us bring this game over to the switch yep which was so fucking cool um did you guys yes. ever play cuphead when mm-hmm. it came out i did i own it, no. it the game's fucking dope i never finished it the game oh, no, dope. I played it for like three or four hours, and I was like, this is dope. Uh, I just don't feel like being this upset about something. But and I played, you... I played co-op with people that sucked. Well, the cool thing, too, about it on the Switch Sorry, is, babe. again, you've got two Joy-Cons <laughs> that come right off, and you get a really great experience for that uh, yeah. multiplayer. And I do believe this is the full package that has all the DLC that they announced previously. Um, I mean, like, I, I don't want to go through all these games, but some really cool ones that, that they did give a date to. So, Devolver Digital's My Friend Pedro, that's got a June release, which that game looks so fucking bonkers. Like, I can't wait for that to show up. Um, they talked a little bit about a game called Overland, which, oh, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Man, that game looks so neat. It's a, a strategy, t- a turn-based tactical game, kind of like a SOCOM, it looks like. Uh, it's got an awesome, awesome, awesome art style to it that comes out in the fall. No, Did no, you say SOCOM? Yeah. It looks like SOCOM. Yeah. What is Overland? That I didn't think that looked like SOCOM. Anyway, sorry, go on. <laughs> uh, sorry, I don't know. I, that just caught me off guard. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, that game, that game looks super dope. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Um, there was a a few other games that oh, they no. announced that I thought were really cool. Maybe we can throw this up like on our webpage or something like that after the show. But the one that like fucking caught me by by storm and like I'm in love with right now comes out in the spring is the Cadence of Hyrule and it is a Crypt of the Necro Dancer featuring the Legend of Zelda, and it is so fucking cool, man. Like you can play as Link, you can play as Princess Zelda. Um, the the music that they had going on that is so damn good. Like there's a point in the trailer where I'm like, yo, that sounds just like the the Hyrule field theme music. And then, like, next thing you know, they're showing, like, fucking Zelda and Link and all this shit. Like, it's just so cool. 
Yeah. Um, that dope. comes out. Uh, that is a Switch exclusive. Uh, these Nindies are really fun. If you go to Nintendo's website, you can watch that YouTube video for it. Um, there's all kinds of links. Maybe we'll throw one up that helps you find out what these games are. But look, if you don't have a Switch, like, and you have any desire to get some of these new indie game or indie games and some of these older indie games, I can't think of a better place to do it than the Switch. It's just too damn good. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I want a Switch bad. Um, my friend Pedro is coming out. They gave that a date, and that game uh, looks June. Fucking insane. I've been yep. following that game on Twitter for like a year and it looks so good. It's like John Wick and John Wu had a baby called John Luke. Anyway. In a frying pan. Um, frying pan. What? Yeah. I'm not. But, this is getting weird. Uh, <laughs> one of the, the elements of the game is a frying pan. Ah. And so like you can legitimately throw a frying pan up in the air as you're being shot. We're we talking and about PUBG? As the bullets. Nah. Oh. Uh, as as the bullets hit the frying pan, they start to ricochet around the room you're in. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, that's fucking dope. I can't, man. I can't wait. I need to get. I need to get a switch. Uh, Bobby suggested that when we launch a Patreon, one of our first goals be buying Caleb a switch, and I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. What else? What else do we have? Um, one more thing. Oh, no, two more things. Two more things. And, um, we'll run through. Oh, fuck. Three more things. News is long this week, guys. It's not. It's, it's not week. normally like this. Um, there was some fake LucasArts hype. I brought this up a second ago. Uh, there was someone at PC Mag or some shit said that uh, LucasArts was hiring people. Lucasfilm Games was hiring people. And people were like, oh my god, Disney's re-resurrecting LucasArts Games. And we got super excited. And then like a day later, Jason Schreier was like, yo, this is just fucking the people at Lucasfilm that helped manage the Star Wars game license. It's nothing new. They're just bringing more people in and it clearly is not jobs for designers. And it, it, Yeah. So that was fake. If you saw that and got excited, I'm sorry. We're going to have to burst that bubble. It's just a group that's already there. They're not making games. LucasArts ain't coming back. Bastards. Um, I know, right? Bastards. Last two things. Quick. I swear. Uh, news came out this week that said that James Gunn's Suicide Squad is not a sequel to the last one. It's a reboot. Thank God. Which... Whew. That kind of that has to kind of suck as like a creator to have somebody within four years be like, "Yo, that movie you made, we're gonna act like it never happened." It does, but but that game, that movie shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't I didn't happen. see the first one, it's and I heard you, that the Harley Quinn's not gonna be there. But like from that pictures was, and seeing her, I that think was the, she plays a good one. Only redemption mm. that movie had was Margot Robbie as Har- Harley Quinn. That was nope. It. You're wrong. It. You're wrong. You're wrong, Eric. You're wrong. It's okay. You're wrong, but it's okay. Okay. Um, what other redeeming quality did that movie have? Will Smith's Deadshot was good. Okay, you're right, but I still... Margot Robbie was only good in that movie when she interacted with him. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Her that's Harley fine. Quinn was weird. I. I just don't see Will Smith as Deadshot, though. It's no. The rumor right now is that Idris Elba is going to play that's, Deadshot. That, that's much. It's not a rumor. That's fucking fact. Is it? Yep. Yeah, that, oh. I'm, I'm much better with this. I need softer clothes than I have now. Yeah. Hear news like that. Will Smith has um. got a whole <laughs> slew of problems coming out uh, the second he turns into a blue genie. Um, we're we're <laughs> there's a whole different bag of bag of things. You'll never work in this town again. Yep. Anyway, um, and then the final news item is Game Pass is adding six games in the next month. Two of them have already come out. Um, those two that have come out are Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Fucking choice game. So many people slept on that shit. It's so good. Yeah, it was so good. And, I'm um, still sleeping. <laughs> you're always <coughs> sleeping. 
and uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, um, Annapurna Interactive game. Annapurna Interactive hasn't put out anything that hasn't been fucking award-winning yet. This is their first um, kind of dive down that path. Uh, it's got like five stars solid um, in reviews on Xbox alone. Um, so those two are on. We're also going to get The Walking Dead Michonne chapters. Um, we're getting Vampire, which I'm sorry, Bobby, who just bought it for like fifteen dollars. This game is free now, um, so uh, you know I've had my eye on that game for so long, and it was thirty bucks not that long ago. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. I want to play this game. I'm like, nah, wait. And then I do, and it's like, yo, you can get this game for fifteen dollars. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's I do, do that. it. Let's go. And then the next week, they're like, hey, you got your game pass? Well, you, you get, get it too. for free. You're on. <laughs> you get one. You get one return a year. You could. Uh, you could try I, I am gonna it. do like a let's play with that game because that game looks like it's really fucking wild. Yeah, I've heard some really cool stuff about how like it works with its 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 possible like tools mm-hmm. yep. and like interacting with the world. Yeah, um, the Waypoint guys kind of like it. They don't love it, but they kind of like it, and I'm I'm down for. I that. mean, like, I, dude, like, I I knew it's a good, not great situation. I mean, yep. it came out and it did better than I thought it would, but it's good, not great. Yep, yep. Um, last two on that list: Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, which is the most recent of those, and Operen the Stolen Sun, which is a uh, like an adventure D and D style yep. uh, game. All look interesting. Game Pass is can, fucking dope. Can uh, I do a quick little like Jesus add, fucking add Christ? This. I guess it'll be super quick. Yeah. No, I, I got Yo. a couple things that have to be mentioned as well. So. Oh my god, so, guys! This is the news episode of Bounty Board. I'm just kidding. It's totally fine. Go for it. Yo, there's <laughs> been some wild shit this week for Mortal Kombat 11. Yep. Has it been wet? Has it been wet and wild, Bobby? It's been a slip and slide <laughs> <laughs> of emotion. So. A slip and slide of a fucking so emotion. It's like a, it's, it's so like, it's like a, a non-stop. Has it been the apple slide. juice slip and slide chicken flipping? We didn't talk about this. <laughs> Bobby, so, finish, finish your story, and I'll tell you what the the operation uh, chick flip. Apple juice chicken kitchen I'm, flip. I'm so good. So anyway, they announced no, a few new characters. I, here's the thing. I, I loved, 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 loved Mortal Kombat back in the 90s. This game is looking more and more enticing. They, the new mm-hmm. Sabot shit they showed this week yep. was so fucking cool. They showed their DLC stuff, which was going to be uh, uh, Shang Sun. Is that who it is? Is that who they had? Yeah, Shang yeah. Sun. And then um, there was one other thing they did. So March 28th is the actual beta for that game. Looks fucking wild. I might pre-order it just to get a chance to play that beta. I haven't played Mortal Kombat forever, but I really like what they're doing. That's all. Okay, so to clarify what Operation Chick Flip is, um, I don't know why we didn't bring this up. This happened on uh, March 11th. Um, I got in a long conversation with um, the Xbox Game Pass account. On Twitter. um, On Twitter, where I said, sorry, as much as we love your amazing Twitter account, we're going to do all we can to be funnier than you. My wife says I'm not funny. Time to prove her wrong. Or maybe right. And they they chomped down. They were like, "All right, game plan. What are we doing? Rubber chickens, watermelons. I got a lawnmower in the back. If we need it." Um, full conversation later, we've decided to make a slip and slide into the bedroom, in which we will ride on rubber chickens down a slip and slide covered in apple juice, and we'll do kick flips off the chickens and the, send the chickens into a lawnmower and make rubber confetti. Um, and it was called Operation Chick Flip. 
And it was fucking great. And there was my uncle commented and said, "Okay, guys, I got it. Operation Apple Slip Kitchen Chick Flip." <laughs> so if you, if it you was great. On, so just if you just get on Twitter that. and look up hashtag Operation Chick Flip, you will find this thread. Because believe it or not, Operation Chick Flip has never been used before. <laughs> Operation um, Chick Flip. That sounds yeah. Also, fun fact: if you are in chat right now watching this show and you hang out until the end of the show. I got a three-month code for Game Pass that I'm going to give you from Operation Chick Flip. So, boom. Who's going to get the Game Pass goodies? Who's going to get them? What do you got to share? So, what you got, Eric? Two things. One, you love me. I do. Moving on. So much. Uh, (laughs) But we know know that. Um, Halo, MCC. Yes. Oh, getting reach. Getting reach and coming to PC on Steam, which I found oh, yeah. incredibly interesting. The second one, and most likely the most important, and once I see this movie, I can you know just put my film watching to bed. Uh, Keanu Reeves and Alex Stone announced. Oh fuck! Bill and Ted Three. Yeah. Becoming summer of twenty twenty. Yeah, Wild fucking stallions. Wild man. fucking stallions are back. And Yo, whole baby. I, I might make the drive down to Texas Let's do it. to go to the Alamo Draft House Hell with you to watch yeah. that fucking movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like, Let's go. care for what you wish for. You might have this big bitch down there with you come watching on. some Bill and Ted. Come on down, because <laughs> you'll have to come like two weeks before because you know, uh, well, you guys are going to get an Alamo pretty soon, uh, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah so yeah, Alamo's, get an Alamo draft Alamos do the coolest shit. So one of my favorite things to do and one of my wife's favorite things to do is whenever we have a date night is we'll find a night where they do a sing-along or a quote-along. So you're actually in there with everybody drinking beers, and if it's like we've we've done the pitch perfect one, we've done. Uh, I went to a Predator quote along with some buddies. Oh shit! A couple weeks ago, and it's literally they have movie themed menu items, um, and awesome. you're allowed to talk genius. and quote the whole. Mo- it's it's the best. It is. They're, That's they're the best. Anyway. That's awesome. All right, moving on. Do office quote alongs because yo, I- did we get through all yeah. the fucking news? <laughs> yeah, I think we did get through all the news and extra news. Oh wait! There's no nope, Caleb. News. Nope, we're done. Uh-oh. One of the most groundbreaking things that the game industry has seen Uh-oh. got announced this week. I think this is the segue. Fuck you, Eric! It was a segue until you fucking announced it. Are was those a segue. still things that you can ride like on tours? Yes. You want, you want a fun fact? My brother used to give segue tours in San Diego. <laughs> I never laughed at him while he was doing it, but now that he has stopped, I laugh at him. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so um, this week at GDC, Google announced Stadia. If you don't know what Stadia is, Stadia is a subscription service. Uh, we think it's got to be. They have to make money. Somehow. Oh, yeah. Um, well, where... they did say it was a store. Okay, so maybe it's just a, it's just a... It's just a marketplace. So, okay, Stadia is a marketplace where you will buy games from Google, essentially Google Stadia, and once you hit buy and your payment info goes through and it charges your card, you can then hit play seconds later and it will load the game onto whatever device you're on. You can do it on your phone, you can do it on tablets, you can do it on TVs, you can do it on a computer. Essentially, it is using, it's swinging its weight in cloud computing and throwing that into the gaming ring. And letting you play your games anywhere, streaming them 
simultaneously from any position. Um, cloud saves so that you can be playing on your computer, go into the living room and finish up what you're doing on your phone. Um, and uh, yeah, the, so, I, so I'm going to pull up let, some let, specs let, real quick. Because yeah, they're first, I, while you're doing that, let, first me the, market, let me just right? add a little... Yes, this is the first, first streaming exclusive service to market. But really quick, just to, just to make sure we're staying honest here, uh, it is to the chat's point, um, Stadia is a platform from Google yes. that will essentially allow you to be playing on any screen that's in front of you. Right now, as long as you have a browser capable on the, that, that destination, so if it was a TV, a tablet, or a smartphone, you will be able to use the Google service to stream a game to that device playing on a controller that is independently connected to a Wi-Fi network that is connected to Google server that allows you to have that information transferring back between your devices. It I, is I just a want to clarify. Yeah, I want to clarify something with that. The Google controller is only needed if you're using a Chromecast device. If you're on a PC, you can use any con- USB controller that you want. Yes, yep. fair. Yep. Um, as far as how this is going to go, they have not shared any details on how you're going to pay for it, if you're going to pay for it, what the developer cut looks like, what the developers need for it. Like, There's a lot of ambiguity right now with those things, but what they did show functioning is the dream of hardware-free, at least you know, consumer hardware, I guess. Like, You don't have a console or a PC desktop or anything like that. You can go from screen to screen to screen playing these games, sharing save states, there's all kinds of wild shit. We're going to dive deeper into it, but just to like align with the chat here and to make sure we're on the same page, Stadia is a platform. We agree with that. Uh, we don't know a whole lot beyond it. Yeah. Um, and so one thing real quick as we, before we dive into the discussion completely, so some stats they shared. Um, according to Google, each Stadia, this is from The Verge, by the way. Um, thank you, Sean Hollister. Um, there is, according to Google, each Stadia will server will contain a custom x86 processor running at 2.7 gigahertz with 16 gigs of RAM, and most importantly, a custom AMD GPU capable of 10.7 teraflops of performance. They are running Linux, not Windows, which may matter when Google tries to attract game developers. Um, but Google wasted no time in comparing that teraflop number against the Xbox One X's six teraflops and the PS4 Pro PS4 Pros. 4.2 teraflops. Um, so, essentially, so here, you could play anything on God mode. Yeah. Well, here's here's what I'm gonna say about that. That's th- those are fucking great stats. They're amazing stats. They're local to the server stack. So unless you're plugged directly in to the server, you're not you're not gonna get those right. And what you're gonna end up with is a scenario like Ready Player One, and that movie that gonna get that book and movie is going to get referenced a lot during this conversation is wherever there's a google data center if this takes off the way they want it to that's where people are going to start moving to those towns are going to sprout out of nowhere because those are going to be the best connections those are going to be the best you know you're going to be at the best ping time off your server and then you're going to ultimately get the best graphic i think the ultimate the goal of 4k 60 frames a second is the reality of vr um, and I want to touch on something real quick since I think Bobby, were you in the tests for stream? Which no, so I, th- I think I'm the only one in the group that actually got to play in the alpha and the beta for this service. So I played in it all last year. I was in this service all last year playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey over Google Stream, uh, is how it was called, yeah. and it was great. I mean, I was able to literally do exactly what is it, Phil Harrison, right? Uh, yes, yeah. 
the guy from yeah. Sony that's heading up Google now, heading up the space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was able to yeah. do what he showed on stage. I literally went one day from playing on my Chromecast in the living room to my Android device that I have in my thing. Then I was like, huh, I'm going to jump, jump over to my daughter's Chromebook just to check it out. And it was literally like save state to save state to save state just going uh, every time I logged in uh, to the game. It was amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. So I think what, if we could set some groundwork like, on like what we want to achieve tonight. So we're going to be obviously talking about Stadia. But I think ultimately, like, what we want to do is take a good hard look at, like, what we have. So, so far, Microsoft has talked about xCloud. We've absolutely talked about that on the show multiple times over. And now that Google has shown their cards, we wanted to look into a crystal ball and give our hot takes on where we think that the, the industry is going, where it's currently at, and give some information that we feel is relevant around Stadia. Just to kind of set the stage on what we're going to get into. Yep. So, um, Caleb, I know that you prepare a lot of shit for us to talk through. I definitely want to do that. Yeah, sure. So um, kind of to start that conversation, because this, like, purely because of chance, and uh, I guess not because of chance, we, we decided the topic based on Stadia's announcement, but because Stadia is in the zeitgeist right now and was so recently announced, some of these questions are immediately about Stadia, and I think it would be uh, smart for us to dive into those first before we start veering away um, without spending too much time in them. Um, so the first question, I guess really the only question that really focuses on Stadia is... Um, when it comes to do you, when it comes to streaming games, like everyone's talking about, like that is the future. But the reality is, the 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 cold, like I don't want to say cold, but like the 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 reality that's not flexible and that isn't changing anytime immediately soon is that the majority of the United States does not have access to good enough internet for this to be a viable option. And so people talking about streaming games and the complete. Digitize it. Digitization of gaming are, I think, being a little nearsighted. Like, it, if you live in San Francisco, if you live in LA, if you live in San Diego, if you live in New York, if you live in Seattle, if you live in Chicago, and maybe we'll throw in Miami, you'll be okay because, like, that's where millions of people live. That is where all of these things are going to be. In like internet efficiency in in transporting it is like a shotgun like if you're close yo you're gonna get all of it but if you're far away from a hub like you're gonna nothing you're not gonna get anything you're gonna get little little bits um and so the i think the the idea that this is the future of games is true but it is not close and i want to know what you guys think about that no i think it's i think it's and I'll jump in here because I think it's closer than what, what we realize, right, is if you think about the way data centers and internet distribution works, right, it's it's a lot better now than it was a couple days ago. Yes, there are still people in rural areas, but the beauty of this service is is I literally, and you know, if you want the app, you're not going to get the best signal, right? When I was playing on my PC in my office and streaming, um, the the game quality went down. You made the comment about not everybody has internet. As 5G rolls out over the next two years and everybody gets a 5G phone and those networks actually come online, everybody now has a gigabit connection in their pocket, right? It's just... Yeah, but how many cities aren't going to get 5G? 5G networks... Most most cities will have 5G. It's already rolling out. The network's already in place. If you have have an iPhone that you bought this year, you have a 5G-enabled device. All the new Samsungs, all the new phones are already 5G-enabled. So all they have to do, the carriers have to do, is flip the switch and it's there. Right now, the thing that I'm worried Mm. about is, okay, now I'm paying for Google Stadia games. 
Googie. Googie. Uh, I'm for Googie. I'm sorry. Yeah. That word is too good. It's good. Um, Googie. Now what am I paying, though, for the data because the carrier knows that I want to do this? And yeah, I'm so like, using 5G data yeah. everywhere I go because I'm They're going to throttle the shit out of me once I've hit a certain amount of gigs right. on my unlimited plan. <laughs> we really need net neutrality. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um... Well, net, neutra- like the, uh, net neutrality doesn't cover <laughs> the the actual throttling to the device, right? It ca- it covers the... That covers the, the internet as a whole and different websites being able right, to play right, fair. Right. That's totally... I don't... To uh, yeah, so... Sorry. Go ahead, Bobby. You were gonna so, I, there's a few thoughts to answer your question. One, um, if I look at, arguably, the two biggest games... That have come out in the last three years. All right, they are Fortnite, Apex. Yep, yep. And so, yes, I I, I completely understand the sentiment of rural America and shitty uh, internet service providing there in those situations. But I think that those two games. I mean, Fortnite when it first launched was physical, but they've moved past that. So Fortnite was it physical? They, mm-hmm. Well, we're talking about the actual Fortnite. Yeah, the actual before game. the BR game. Yeah. There was a game before game, before the BR. <laughs> I don't think that was physical, homie. It was. Yeah, it was, it was in beta. It was in beta the whole time. Games don't release on. No, 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 not no. not the BR. No. Fortnite, not Fortnite Battle Royale Fortnite. mode. Fortnite was physical. Fortnite. You mean save the world? Yes. There was. A, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, there was. That a, was in. You could get a physical. There was a disc for that? Yeah. Yep. I don't believe that. But go ahead. <laughs> so you can buy one right now for about hundred bucks on eBay if you're really that adamant. Um, oh, they're not around having, anymore? No. So having said that, these games, Fortnite and Apex, the arguably the biggest games this generation were digital only. They were and, and they're online. Like they're all focused on those two things. And so for me, like anytime I hear somebody say, Well, the internet's strong enough for it, yo, like the last two years have been fucking dominated by those two games. It's all you see, it's all that's really defining it for the most part on a global level. Moving past that I do think, and this is a bold statement, but like this next generation of hardware that comes out, so whatever launches 2020, which I think there'll be at least one of the next generation hardware elements that goes, like 2020 to 2021, you will see new hardware that comes out. By the end of that generation, there will be a very strong move to digital only, maybe even like without physical, like xCloud you've got, you know what Google's doing, Nintendo is going to be hardware-based for some time. I don't know what the fuck Sony's going to do. Hopefully I know something in a few months. But Well, we already know what Microsoft feel... is doing, right? Sorry, go ahead. Correct. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Like, I do think that's a good point to make, though. Like, Microsoft showed their cards over a year ago on, on this same thing that Google's doing for the most part. Oh, I was talking about... Sorry, I was referencing the... Um... Not even that, right? There's the announcement the, that the discless, the discless Xbox. Xbox is coming. Yeah. Like I would fully yeah, expect yeah, yeah. when Phil's standing up there on uh, Phil's standing up there at E3 that when he shows off whatever the next hardware is, it ain't gonna have a disc in it. Nope. Right. Well, I mean, shoot. Look at PC. When was the last time anybody bought a disc on a computer? I always buy. I, mean, phys- I don't know. I always buy physical media for my computer. I like the big boxes they give me. But right, well, I you're do the think, odd man out. I do like, think I've bought that everything on Steam. Joking. Like honestly, like I I've like got, he's lying. I've got like, <laughs> I think all right. The last game I bought was StarCraft Two, and that was like seven years ago. Oi, 
on disc. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, like, who's the, what's the last physical media that you guys bought? Seven years for Ryan. Caleb, you? Spyro. This year. Spyro, how long ago? This year? Uh, ju- yeah, Christmas. I bought it for Christmas for the wife. Did you buy it because it was cheap physically? Mm-hmm. No, I bought it because... Um, why did I buy that physically? You Maybe Good you question. thought that she wasn't going to play Eric, what it about you? so you could return it. Uh, <laughs> deep down maybe <laughs> Rome R- Rise whatever that fucking hang on are we talking whatever that launch fiz- whatever that Rise? yeah whatever that launch game was uh, for Xbox yeah, One Rise why'd you why? it, oh that was the last one you that bought that was the last one I so bought so like seven years ago yep. six years ago um, are we talking any media or v- video games yeah v- okay yeah video games it's uh, Spyro and before and that you don't, you don't was, have a reason why you bought it I'm pretty sure I bought that physically because, like, if, yeah, if I want to take it, if I need to take it back because my wife doesn't play it, or it was a discount or something like that. I don't know why I bought that physically, actually, because Crash Bandicoot, we, I bought digitally. Um, I bought MLB The Show 17 physically, but okay. I worked at, but I worked so at GameStop. The, the so. last game that I bought physically was Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and I bought that specifically because uh, Wario64 on Twitter, which if you're not following him, you should be was there and he is awesome about price errors and i got like the 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 most expensive version of that game because of a price error for like the the standard edition price so i bought the physical version of that game uh that's the only reason i bought it was i got like a lot more content for the same cost okay so for for what it's worth um since we're talking about this uh the next halo game that comes out which is we which will be infinite um i will buy physically and digitally, because I will buy the most expensive collector's edition that exists. If I can, um, yeah, I can. You don't have a, to buy it digitally; you'll get it on Game Pass. So buy the physical one and play it digitally that way. Right. Um, that's a good point. Are you are you battling something right now, Caleb? Are you? No, 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 no. no He's trying I was to see say, if his camera can point at all of his Halo I was going to say I can shit. take my camera and like look at oh, uh, the oh, cord is too. Hold oh, on, oh, okay. I'm going to get this to work. It, it looked that's like a nice were, wall. Yeah, it looked like you were. I thought I thought Caleb had like a natter. Yeah, it looked like you. Were, oh my god. You look like you're batting like a fly. I buy physical, um, just copies of shit. Like there's Division stuff and Assassin's Creed stuff and Watchdog stuff and Aiden Pierce is hiding in the corner over there. Uh, all my Halo stuff is over here. Like I will when the next Halo comes out, I will undoubtedly buy the most expensive version physically for the extra shit, but not because I want to have the physical content game. I hope they come uh, out with a thousand dollar version and see if you actually buy it. Uh, challenge accepted. <laughs> Your wife's gonna so kill you. <laughs> why the last one? The last one guys, I bought was two hundred and eighty dollars. Why don't you guys buy physical media? Like, what is your aversion to physical media? I'm just, lazy. Uh, yeah, I just don't got time. Okay, so it's a time inconvenience. Thing, yeah, right? I mean, I it's don't not even that. driving. It's it's the time getting up to change discs. Yeah, it's it's any anybody who's in chat right now, I'd like for you to let us know like if you don't buy digital or if you buy digital, why do you buy digital only? I want to hear about this shit. I buy digital only because um, I don't. It's just more economic for for games. Like the reason why indie games are mm-hmm. as big as they are is because they can be anywhere, and like for real, digital games are why I think the game industry is alive right now is because. Uh, people got tired of big AAA games for a little bit in the early um, or the late 2000s, 
and we got lucky enough that the the first big indie boom that included like Fez and Braid and Super Meat Boy um, were able to be these games made by teams of one to two to three to six people, and they could be literally everywhere by hitting enter um, on a keyboard and submitting their thing for for publication. Um, and like, I don't want to say that like I only buy digital games because I'm trying to save the industry, um, but I do think there's a big part of that that's tied to that. That there was a moment in time where I just like the good stuff was digital, uh, and I remember being a, a bullheaded about this. You can ask Sarge when when the Xbox One came out, he would come visit me in college because uh, he didn't get one right away, and like all of my games were still physical. Um, but that was because I was working at GameStop and I got a discount straight up, like for real. Right. That's the only reason I did it. And as soon as I stopped working at GameStop, I was like, no, fuck. And it. actually, and I stopped working there in like 2016. I actually, and yeah, like I think Overwatch might be the first game I was like, I'm buying this digital, no doubt, because I'm never gonna sell it back. Uh, and that was my first thought. It was me getting past that level of like, I'm gonna need to sell my games eventually if I need money, because I was in college. It was me getting past that. Having a job where I had disposable income and being like, you know what, I'm not going to return this because I'm just going to buy things more carefully. So the chat has shared a few things on it. We've got uh, digital. They don't have the space for all the, the storage. Uh, there's also like whatever's the cheapest. And I do think that's a good point also. Like for a long period in time, like digital was not able to compete with what the physical sales would be that retailers would have. Also, like you mentioned GameStop, Caleb, I think that there's a whole culture around like, yo, this is a used game that you can get much cheaper. And like somebody who beat a game really quickly, they turn it in, flipped it for something else. Like there was a period in our lives, I think I can speak for all of us here, where that like grinding at GameStop to get like a used game or trade something in and kind of like roll your credits over to something else was like a reality of what we did. Yeah. And so now that digital is more evergreen and always present. Like, I think when Xbox did all the backwards compatibility... Uh, oh, my God. Backwards compatibility shit. Backwards compatibility? Like, you skipped, like, six syllables. I'm really excited. Here. Googie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Googie. 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 Googie it, man. Learn how to speak. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're all a fucking... A motherfucking mess. All right, go ahead. Um, I think that there's a lot to be said about, like, where digital cost has gone, especially with all these flash sales... And all the shit that you're seeing, like I think the Steam sales really started it, and then PSN and Xbox followed suit. Well, you got Humble yeah, Bundle think, and shit like that too, right? So I mean, real quick, but I, I want Sarge's opinion on this. Um, but real quick, I do want to say someone in the chat brought up like storage space um, for one, and then uh, another person brought up you know buying what's cheapest, and uh, and then and we still haven't in my oh, ch- in my chat. Real quick, I don't want to lose I don't want to lose shot of it. It was brought up like disc scratch and that actually triggered the memory on why I made the switch I remembered now when uh, he uh, this my, my chat said that I remember now the actual story of it and I'll get into it in a minute finish your thought oh I have I have horror stories of friends who talked about their kid like jamming baloney into a disc tray. when you ask your younger brother to get up and grab it and then he's like Okay, and like he jet Cheeto fucking palms fingers it, and flings and like, it at you. Yeah, Grr. here you go, have that. Yeah. No, so um, so, for, so to speak to the storage space and, and cheapest thing, we still haven't seen the level of saturation with sales in Xbox and PlayStation marketplaces that we see in Steam. Um, Steam's got this unbelievable platform to be able to sell things in spring sales for like 
cents at times, like seventy-five cents or two dollars or three dollars or four dollars or five dollars, like it pennies on the dollar compared to what full-price games are. And we're starting to see that in Xbox's marketplace and PlayStation's marketplace. And like, to be clear, when Xbox initially was like all digital, people were like, everything's too expensive, uh, and people hated it. And a lot of people forget that people fucking hated Steam. They were like, it's all digital. I can't trade my shit in. And like, eventually, Steam became the fucking place where people buy their PC games. Um, as for the, the storage space thing, years ago, a terabyte was A, unheard of. And like, if you were buying for the Xbox 360 and you wanted a 250 gig um, external hard drive extension, like a bigger external hard drive, they were fucking expensive. They're like 125 bucks, 150 bucks, and now you can buy a fucking two terabyte or four terabyte extension for the same price. I got my um, four terabyte so, for ninety dollars, I think. Yeah, insane. and so as time <laughs> as time goes on, we'll we'll see um, getting a four fucking night panda has an eight terabyte in the chat. That's fucking too much. Uh, but for real, like eventually, like data storage has become so cheap. Um, we'll see that stuff change but um the reason i said i wanted to talk to sarge about this is i know sarge you have a four terabyte hard drive that you use and you have all your stuff installed and you never have to worry about reinstalling something to play it people were like oh i want to play the first halo wars and you're like got it um (laughs) when did you stop buying physical stuff because i feel like you were a pretty early adopter of digital yeah yeah i just made i think i just made better decisions on what i was actually going to buy because I mean, like, a lot of the games that I have, I don't play. But and when they first came out, I played them. And, right. like, I I, don't know, I just didn't want to go pick up the stuff anymore. Like, I just got to the point, I was like, it's coming out at 11 o'clock. I can download it yep. now. 11 o'clock yep. hits. As soon as it hits, people are grabbing stuff out of the store. I'm already at home. By the time they get through the line, get home, get it installed, and are playing it, it's now 12, 31 o'clock. Because if you buy GTA, you have to install it first, regardless if you have a disc or not. Like, what's the point when I can just install it and play it? And that, right. that's where, right. yeah, I remember making the switch is once they started doing pre-downloads. Um, it got annoying with that. Like, I need this disc to activate a pre-download that I wasted four hours of my life downloading yep. anyway. The fact that you needed to install the disc was when I when I got it. Actually, Caleb, it was funny, though, because so, one of my chats had scratches. Hold on, buddy, real quick. Is your, the baloney horror story. I remember now the exact moment I made the switch to digital. It's when I came into my office uh, right after we got, like, like right after Sai was born uh, at our old house. This story, this story hurts. And he's standing there in front of my Xbox. He's two years old. He has no idea what he's doing. And he looks up at me. He goes, it's eating paper. And I go, what? And he goes, <laughs> what? He goes, and he, just, and he just points at the Xbox. And I go, oh, how much paper it had eaten? And he's like, this much. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so he had just been feeding the disk drive paper for at least 10 minutes uh which is hilarious but it didn't matter because everything the only game that i owned the only game that i owned on a disc at that point was diablo 3 because i had gotten it from for a present the the actual physical copy and i owned the digital as well so it was like cool let's go um doesn't matter xbox still works fine can't watch blu-rays on it no big deal i've got another xbox in the other room um but yeah yeah so Go on. Um, Bobby, are you... You're still here, yeah? Yeah, it looks like we all just all right. dropped out of our I just got a notification from fucking uh, cast that you're 
it hadn't seen you for a second. We're good. Uh, I'm I'm in it. Like it just looks right. like there's some shit there. Um, really quick, one thought on this digital stuff. For me, uh, a lot of it started when the App Store came out on iOS, mm-hmm. and I saw like the ability to like buy content, delete content, re-download content. Like, yeah, getting into that mindset that like, oh, I own this. I can download shit, download shit, download shit. Um, that kind of idea of continually buying stuff or, oh, this game's five bucks. Like, I don't know when I'm going to play it, but I'm going to buy it right now while it's on sale and I can download it any time and play it again. Or, like, whenever the backwards compatibility list comes up and I see... I can't say that. We're, we're having issues tonight. We're fucking <laughs> having all kinds of... Technical, emotional, physical issues here on the bounty board tonight. Um, emotional <laughs> are you yeah. telling the future because I'm alright uh, it's been a rough day um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with that whenever all these new games keep getting added to that catalog on Xbox and it's like oh yeah shit I did buy that when I had an Xbox 360 like that's been really cool to be able to go oh, back yeah. to my Microsoft oh, account yep. and have I those things show so up good. and so like, for me it. it's like I don't want to be caught with one foot off the merry-go-round again whenever these games get added. i got to go find a way to buy them again. So, like, for me, it's been really nice to say, yo, you looked out for your future self, and it paid off. Good on you, Bobby. Yeah, see, yeah. and that's yeah, that's yeah. exactly, like, I have, like, I'm the exact opposite of Starge. If I'm not if, if I'm not playing the game, it's deleted. I, it's gone. I don't want it on my hard drive. I don't want to look at it. So my, my Xbox is always very, very minimal <coughs> on what it has on it and on uh you know what even what's on the portable hard drive uh but what i love about it is is that my (coughs) excuse me now that my kids are starting to take an interest in gaming and you know you guys will all be there at one point uh yeah monster hunter is still on there panda it is i'll reinstall it eventually maybe not um (laughs) but monster hunter man (coughs) my uh can't wait to talk about that my point is is if I had a physical copy, a stack of discs, my kids would never look through them. Sai is constantly browsing through the 300 titles that are in my ready-to-install uh, and the Game right. Pass category now and constantly saying, can I play this one? Well, no, you cannot play the original Bayonetta. Not yet. Um, well, I, that one looks cool. I understand you're not playing Bayonetta yet. It's just not happening. Can I play Devil May yeah. Cry? No, you cannot. <laughs> You can't play cool. that one yet either. It's got cool words in it, but no, you can't play yeah. it. <laughs> um, well, can I? The title is fucking legit, but and then, there's too much. And then he looks at me, he goes, "Can we play Diablo?" And I'm like, "Yes, we can 100% D- go play Diablo." So that's fine. Um, <laughs> Wait. Well, Diablo, you can turn off gore, so it's really just monsters kind of Yo, dropping. Okay. Dropping. Can I side? Can I sidetrack real quick? Yep. My uncle, if he's watching, I have to apologize again. Um, he, we used to play Diablo. Mm-hmm. And by we used to play, I mean he used to play on his computer, and I used to watch um, when I was a kid. And so, like, Diablo 1 came out in, what, 2003? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 12? No, dude, not even. Diablo 1 came out in, like, the yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah, no, Diablo 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was, like, I was young. I was under 10. For, um, for Diablo 1? 2012 was Diablo 1. No, what? no, it wasn't. Hold on. Pause. Your fault. That's that's absolutely untrue. Yeah. <laughs> 2012. 96. Quick, someone in... 96. Okay, I was fucking five. Um, so I used to watch him play it because I loved games, even all the way back then. Um, and uh, I used to have fucking nightmares 
because there's a level in early in Diablo one where you go to the you you go fight the butcher mm-hmm. and he's like oh, fresh meat uh-huh. or some shit yep. and it fucked me up. And so I would like tell him, I, I promise I won't tell you. I promise I won't tell you. I want to watch, please. So he let me do it. And then I'd have a nightmare and I'd cry to my mom or my grandma and be like, it's the demons. And then they would go to him and be like, have you been letting him watch Diablo? Um, and that shit fucked me up as a little kid. So when you were like, yeah, yeah, you can watch me play Diablo. I was like, don't do it. Sorry, complete side well, I just d- had to bring got, up that yeah. story. I got my uncle in so much fucking trouble. Yeah, Diablo th- I got him in so much trouble. Diablo 3 is a very different game than Diablo 1 and Diablo 2. Um, yeah, Diablo 1 and 2 were very. Fucking, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that. <sighs> but the fact that I can turn off blood um, and he just he's really good with the controller, which kind of makes me happy because I've said many times both of my kids think the controllers are weird, but he's starting to like it. So I'm like, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so good, so good. You know, um, but it likes it. He can run around and go there. Anyway, moving on. I don't want to turn this into. Yeah, Diablo no, button. we're totally fine. Um, so that was a, a really looping answer to the question about streaming being the future of games and so we kind of already answered a couple of the questions about like can streaming really work and what next gen consoles will will look like um so i want to jump into one more question before the more pointed questions right at us and then we can wrap up but uh the one more question big discussion topic i want to talk about is when do you guys actually think um discs will stop being a thing or will they just always be a thing and just like be in a smaller and smaller and smaller group of I, people. Because, like, you could argue VHS is still a thing, right? Some people still watch it on VHS. Some people still buy fucking DVDs or Blu-rays. I, I um, buy Blu-rays. So, like, do you think discs will, for games will ever completely go away? No. Or it's do you think be, that just be, because of the, the nature of the beast, like, yeah. they'll always... No, I think it'll be like vinyl, right? I have plenty of friends that... Uh, Plenty of friends that still go buy vinyl. I think, yeah, if if it is does become a thing where everything becomes purely digital, it'll be because production costs just don't justify the spend anymore uh, for the disc, right? Like, vinyl is pretty cheap to produce, so that's why record companies still do it. And they do it in such a limited quantity that they know it's a collector's thing, so I think that'll get there. Uh, but I, I don't think we're... I think maybe we're, you know, my chat seems to think 20 years or so. I, yeah, I would say 20 to 30 years away yeah, from a time. completely diskless future. We have to get into the next realm of computing um, away from the current architectures uh, before we start getting completely diskless worlds. Yo, straight up, the world in 20 years might look a lot like Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, it's going to look like Rage 2. Hold on, no. That's not, we don't, hold on. We don't. <laughs> that world got fucking nuked. Let's go. We don't want that shit. Um, or the division. That does happen. Dude, get the fuck out of here with that, that fucking that negativity. Shit. Uh, the world. I said Blade Runner. That world's not exactly pristine. Yeah. But um, can I ask a question? So no, no, you can't. Or I'm gonna on. do it. So. <laughs> 80s, mid to late 80s is when compact discs came out and had prominence, yep. and they really kind of increased and rose and became more available and accessible, like arguably, like late 90s, early 2000s, when the ability to burn CDRs at home became more relevant, I think that's yep. when it kind of peaked Nap- as far as like consu- consumer purchasing. Like, if I had to think about it, like, yeah, you can still go buy CDs, they still sell CDs, like they're not obsolete by any means, like they're, they're, they're not gone. I think it's harder to buy a new vehicle with a CD player in it. You know what I'm saying? But sure. I do feel 
Like, I have a 2015 it's got a CD player in it. Sorry, sure. So like 20, what, 20 plus years, 30 plus years, we still have that technology there. Like I think for yeah. DVDs and Blu-rays, like that's just not going away yet. Like I think it's gone down. Like I think you guys are spot on in your, you know, 20, 20 plus years for that to go away. I don't think it's going to be prominent, but I think it will be here kicking around. Yeah, I think, yeah, and, I mean, if you right. take a look at Best Buy, I mean, as soon as Netflix and Hulu and... You know, a couple of the other streaming services came out. You could tell, like oh, the DVD sections the, are small. The movie section jumped from yeah. like twelve aisles to that's, four that's aisles. The worst. I used to work. And in that then you know, like Google Play and you know all the other music streaming services, the CD sections went from fifteen aisles to two aisles. Yep. So yeah, it's dude. like the only high-end produced movie or uh, movies or CDs were making it to the shelves. Yeah. Not, no, you probably have like a even better um, experience with that because like you worked at Toys R Us, like you, you, you were at Toys R Us for years. You were yeah. there to see some shit change. And, like so, yeah, you weren't there when like when Napster destroyed physical CD media. Here's another and, wild and thing. iTunes and iTunes scooped it up. But like, yeah, you probably got to see a lot of stuff shift and change uh, in, in terms of like uh, distributed media. Caleb, right. when you and I worked together, yeah, how many different software titles could you buy off the shelf what do you mean like if uh, i walk if i walked into the store and i wanted oh to yeah. buy a program like an actual p- bit of software how like how <laughs> fuck yeah panda bike assembly for the win bro <laughs> i did that <laughs> like, shit all the time <laughs> to, to, to not shit. drag this out I'll, I'll answer it for you when i started no no i can answer it i can answer it i can answer it so right. when i was working with you um, in terms of actual software, you yep. can buy off of a shelf. Yep. In that store, it yep. was, if not one, two. Yep. And it was Windows, and if it was anything other than just Windows, it was like um, something that came with uh, a uh, wireless printer it's that had off, software. It's Office it. and yep. it's Creative Cloud, and those are both digital Ooh, codes. Adobe Creative Cloud. Those digital those codes. codes. When I yep. started there a decade ago. There was an entire two walls dedicated to physical software you can come in and buy. Fuck. Yep. Okay, so for a similar like timeline, I've worked at GameStop for about four years. I don't now, and I haven't since 2016, uh, 17. It was, it was kind of an amoebus exit. Um, but uh, I started in college in like 2011, 2012, um, when we got a store in GameStop. And worked on and off for the next four years. So never consistent all the way through for a year, but whatever. Um, in that time, GameStop went from having a fucking 20-foot Xbox 360 wall. I don't know why I'm holding my arms up. My camera is too close for you. Because your arms are each 10 feet long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm reaching all the way to Bobby's house. Bobby and I are wearing the same hoodie, and it's hilarious. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, dude. It's literally the exact same thing. And we went to a coffee shop together wearing the same hoodie, and it was We traded hoodies. <laughs> we probably could. Anyway, uh, <coughs> I'm dying. Um, it went from GameStop went from having like DVDs, PS2 games, um, and like 20 foot 360 walls to now having like a 10 foot Xbox One wall, a 10 foot PS4 wall, tons of toys, mm-hmm. tons of pop figures, tons of shirts, uh, and tons of physical trinket, plinko, fucking sh- bullshit. Um, and a little wall box of codes. And now Sony's going to fuck off another news thing. Sony's like, nobody else can sell our codes but us. 
so you won't be able to buy Sony codes from GameStop anymore. That company is fucking crazy. Anyway, um, but GameStop has changed, and if GameStop's going to survive, it's got to change, right? And like, people aren't coming in to buy games as much because people are moving to digital, and what that has turned the GameStop into is, yo, we have to sell, we have to be a think geek store. We have to sell tchotchkes and shit that people will come in and buy. So that was a really interesting thing to watch change, too. Um, Someone said power wheels. <laughs> yeah, that's a, as a bike assembler, you had to build bikes and power wheels, bro. Let's go. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> I was the best sticker putter on her you could find for power wheels. You had to put every sticker on. I worked at a sticker shop all through college. It was maybe the greatest job. Or it was a sign shop. So I wish you, I, I you wish felt I so it. accomplished yep. putting like this. Yep. Oh man, it was so good. Picking ducks on Lub- we had to do a we had to do a twenty thousand sticker order for some duck hunting convention that was in Lubbock, Texas, and you had to pick every eye out of every sticker. Um, Those oof. Barbie Escalades were the worst, though. All right, we're moving on. So we're moving on. <laughs> yeah, so let me just say, I want I want to ask yeah. this question. So this nope. is for you three and for the chat. Like, do we oh, do shit. we seriously think? That the upcoming generation, so whatever comes out next, is that it for the traditional home console that we know yep. and use? Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's absolutely the the question that I was going to wrap up with too. Is like, what is it going to look like overall? I don't. So the I so clarify what you mean by the end of consoles as we know it. I because mean, that like, can mean a lot of fucking things. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you thinking is not going to be a part of these? That's a part of what we have now. I don't think like there's going to be a fucking dedicated box for gaming in your house. Well, no, I disagree. There. I disagree with that. Like, I think after this generation, like I oh, think that, after this generation, yeah, I think PS5. Hold on. Are we talking after the PS5 and Xbox, whatever it is? This or is are we it. talking That's after it. the Xbox That's One it. or PS4? So whatever the next Nintendo is, next Xbox, next PlayStation. That's fucking it. Nope. Then it's all it's all. Broken. Okay. So not this gener this upcoming generation is it, the generation that follows it. Yep. No. Okay. I I can be more on board with that. This the this next generation is still going to be a box. And I also you know what? Fuck, dude. There's always going to be a box. I think we're, and I'll tell you why. There's always going to be a box. So to in in my opinion, the box is going to be around because it's something that people can sell. And it's going to be a portal for physical, uh, for digital or physical hardware, um, and that box will include a disk drive for maybe another generation, even after this one. It may not be the primary form, as obviously, like the next Xbox is going to have a disk-free version that's cheaper and a disk version that's more expensive. Because let's be honest, disk drive hardware is more expensive. Um, but uh, no, I think that I think that we. <sighs> The way we think about what a console is is absolutely going to change after this upcoming generation. Whatever follows the next Xbox and the PS5, um, what we think of of consoles is going to be different. Yep. But I, I do think we'll always have a box. Like, if we, if we still have Apple TV boxes and we still have something that we plug into our TV, right? Um, those things... <laughs> we still have... <laughs> who, I have both of my hands raised. Oh. Damn it. Um, Is there a third one? <laughs> please don't. Please don't. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's my answer. I'm rambling. I want to hear Eric. He was, he was trying to... Eric, are long. you wearing pants? Yes. Sure didn't look They're right. very short. <laughs> Let's move on, please. Very, very short shorts. Let's just put it that way. I got my jogging shorts so on. So you're not wearing pants. Yeah, fucking, Soft clothes. Get my fucking... <laughs> oh, shit. 
I got my fucking soft clothes on. There they are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, now I broke my headset, so hold on, because I stood up. I think you guys can still. Uh, there we go. All right, you guys can still hear. To speak me. to speak no, to yeah, Caleb, I, I think Yo. the uh, the disc portion of it is going to be like a USB attachment. <laughs> so we're going backwards. We can buy a separate Sega CD. Yeah, I, I think I think it's going to buy be a, a separate disc attached disc drive like we do for most laptops. Yep, now. I think this All is right. going to be. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's a logical progression, right? PC. They're not going to waste does the money it before on one. console does it. Yeah. Yeah. PC master. Uh, Eric, you were going to say some stuff about. The future of the box. You guys back? Yeah. Oh, we've been here. We're waiting on you. We're waiting on you, homie. Hello? All right, there we go. Eric? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Can you hear yeah, us? Yeah, no, I can now. For the, uh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. The, the, this right here is very touchy on this model of Logic headset, so every now and then when it trips, it causes my mixer to freak out. And then sometimes I come back and I can only hear myself through the mixer, so I have to restart the audio. It, what headset do you have? Uh, this is the G. I don't remember what it is. I'll have it's to. On his, it's on his. It's on stream page. Okay. Yeah, it's on my page. I'll check it out. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I really like them. I just I've can't get the it. wireless. Uh, I didn't get the wireless versions of them, which I'm finding. I'm thinking it was a mistake. I like it because they've got. I have. The. It's got two inputs, Bobby. So it's got a USB and a three and a half. So I plug this one into my controller. And my PC simultaneously, which is awesome. Oh, cool! Oh, nice. this helps. You can actually see A40. Yeah, yeah. I've got sure A40. On this one, uh, right over here. And they're magnetic. It's fucking dope. All right, so Eric, you're right. you're gonna weigh in. Yeah. On this. So physical boxes are always going to be a thing because, from a branding standpoint, right, it gives you a way to be in your customer's house. Right, it gives you a way to have a device that always has your name on it and is always right in front of them. Do I end up? Do what I think that Phil is going to jump up uh, on the Xbox stage, and he's going to say, "Oh, hey, okay, here we go. Here's the next Xbox. It does not have a disc in it because this is what's going to happen." I would imagine that the launch of the next Xbox is going to go the way the launch of the Xbox One went. The only difference is, is the shit that I'm going to say his fucking name, Don Matrick, <laughs> did not have it. <laughs> The Microsoft Microsoft is exactly where they wanted the industry to be when they launched the Xbox One. If you think about back to that original launch, yes, they are. The industry is exactly they where are Microsoft exactly wanted it to be. where they the original vision for the Xbox One went when it launched. Did they do a terrible job communicating that with everything that fucking went down? Hundred percent. However, I have I would imagine that Mr. I would imagine our boy Phil Spencer. Uh, anytime you want to come on, Phil, come on. We're, we got a spot for you. We'll fit you in. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that invite is extended. Always, it's open. Um, we'll fly you into the Nerdy Bits studio. You know, get you good, uh, get you steak dinner, whatever you need. Um, anyway, <laughs> so what I'm getting at is, we'll is there, we'll I think it. there's always going to be a box until we get to the point where we're, uh, we're, we're we have glass-based phones that just access networks. Um, like the, I'll put a phone in my head before I have a glass phone. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, I think uh, true, true. I think there's always going to be a physical device uh, that is present just because there, there, it's an it's a branding opportunity uh, for a business to be in front of you. Now, do I think that that physical device is going to be needed to play the next generation of games? No, I don't at all. Not with what Microsoft's doing with a, the cross-platform efforts that they've got going. Not with what Google's doing. I think as long as you have a device that is able to connect to a 5G network. 
um, you are going to be able to enjoy your f- friends with your games uh, no matter what. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm glad I have soft clothes on tonight because that statement makes me very excited. <laughs> yes. It's, it makes me well, as much as I travel for work, I mean, if you know, I'm still in the same position at the same company uh, in the next couple of years as this goes over, there's nothing worse than sitting in my hotel room and just you know, not being able to participate because I don't have something to play on. I'm not going to take a giant other gaming PC, but if I could get on the 5G network, um, you know, wherever I am in the country, uh, luckily I travel to a lot of those places like San Francisco or Chicago or Miami or New York, um, and I can just plug in my phone, I can get it going. I mean, let's go. Um, yeah, for sure. Do you guys think um, that what do the- you What do you think, Bobby? You, you, which, posed, which you posed the question. You posed the question about uh, about where we think if we think the consoles as we know them are going to end after this next one, and and that the disc drive is going to start to disappear. What do you think that timeline looks like? Yeah, I mean, here's where I look at it. Like, I, I'm going back and I'm looking at like what technology has disrupted other technology in the last 20 years. And so, like, I was born in '85. I grew up with this shit. Like, I've kind of seen the bubble pop in other areas with it. So I'm very much uh, feeling like I have my finger on the pulse and, like, understanding, like, how technology can cannibalize and disrupt other technology. And when I hear us talk about this stuff, like, I can't help but think about, like, people who were hanging on to cassette tapes when when, uh, CDs were taken off. And then I can't help but think about people who were hanging on to CD players when MP3 players were taking off. And I can't help but think about, like, what happened with the industry. And, like, the music industry is a really fucking good example of how to mishandle this. But whenever it came to, like, what they came back to was streaming, understanding that, yo, we can make good money off this. And we can give the consumer what they want when they want it. And I think that, like, we've all identified, like, yo, we like to get digital content so we can start playing our game at 11 o'clock. And internet is becoming more widely available at higher rates and speeds than it ever was before to where I do think that in the next generation, it's kind of it, man. Like I think that halfway through the next generation, whatever that looks like, you're going to see the hardware abandon the the need for physical media. And once that happens, once those at-home consoles and once those boxes that you bring into your house no longer can accept a physical media, I definitely think we're going to see uh, an abandonment. And I mean, like, I think another good example is, is like, look at Netflix. That's a really fucking small window. If you look back just, you know, a decade ago, in 10 years, they started off as a company that shipped fucking DVDs to your mailbox. And yeah. now, like, out of anybody, I, I would bet that nobody in this fucking chat and nobody in our conversation right now has a plan that includes physical media. Nope. I had to guess. For sure. And yeah. so they still I do physical plans? Yeah. yeah. They do. You it can, can still more. get DVDs. Wow. So I think that It's like Redbox. Redbox uh, amazes me. I don't know how that's a fucking thing. Like I don't get it. Anyway, sorry about Because it. there's 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 small people in those boxes that need jobs too. And <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um I I thought you were gonna say there's small town people that need and I was no. gonna I was gonna rebuke that statement because if I can I have red boxes in my city and then you said small people inside the fucking boxes 
There's a small city of tiefling elves it's like, inside. It's, it's, no, 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 no. It's, 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 each one of the red boxes has the civilization from episode 9 or 6 or 23 or whatever the fuck it was. on <laughs> Whatever order. Whatever order yeah. you ended up getting served. We love, or uh, death, uh, love and robots. Uh, <laughs> we love robots. We love, I do. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's inside a red box. That's uh, how it works. Yeah. Uh, a if you, magic and a if you haven't watched that, by the way, on Netflix, go, go do it. Oh, man, it was good. It's so good. Every one of us um, was great. So I, you know, I'm I'm also the type of guy that, like, I have no fucking qualms just cutting ties with some antiquated fucking media. But what know? happens when what happens when the end times happen and I can't play any of my games when I get rehooked up to a power grid because of fucking... Yo, if the, that, so the next yeah, Xbox, the next Xbox... Yeah, you're going to have other shit to worry about than... <laughs> Getting on the internet. We are, hang on, we are literally playing a game right now called The Division 2 where you set up a game center for kids to play games in one of their settlements. And if they had an Xbox One, they wouldn't be able to play shit. That's not true. A lot of games have offline mode. If if I have to live in a fucking theater settlement, like, I'm going to be worrying about, like, what kind of fucking food I'm eating, what I'm drinking, and and all that. Like, I'm not going to worry about games at that point in time. No, you're right. And what so about like, these stri- but these games that That's fu- like the same people as like how's your tattoos going to look when you're 80? Like I give a fuck. If I can be upright when I'm 80, I'll be happy. Well, I don't give a shit yo, what my body no, looks like. No, hold on, hold on. But for real though, like video games need to be able to be accessible outside of internet connection. Because there are situations where that will happen. And if and if <laughs> the fucking world ends and uh, we're trying to rebuild civilization, what are we going to fucking do to to have fun? Survive. I'm gonna like go I gotta, I gotta play Splinter Cell. Survive. I gotta play Splinter Cell. By the way, I'm gonna be getting good at, at killing people and get and gathering supplies when I by playing The Last of Us and Splinter Cell. So like, <laughs> I, how am I supposed that, to practice? Be that as it's made, like I do think that there's a lot of writing on the wall that like if if you are looking to keep your like because here's the thing like if I have an Xbox and I have a library like a physical library of games. And then Phil, to your point, Eric, gets on the stage at E3 this year and says, yo, our next Xbox that does all these things, including, like, heat up Hot Pockets, like, you can do all that thing, but it can't play your old disc. Like, you're going to be in a situation where, like, what the fuck am I going to do with all these things? And it's one of the cool things, like, here's, like, I I, I collect records. I collect vinyl records. I love Mm -hmm. the physical media. I like looking at the actual album art. Like, there's something very nice about putting a record on and sitting down and having a drink. When I open up a brand new record that I buy in 2018, 2019, whatever, there's usually a code inside that record for a digital download of that album. Yep. And sure. I th- and I think that we might start to see some of that stuff happening, maybe, but to help us get to those, the digital overlords of our, our gameplay. No, I think... Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I th- and real quick, Caleb, but I don't want to cut you off. It's... it's no, you're it's, fine, you're fine. It's, it's, it's a transition period, right? And my chat's kind of blow up is... Um, you know, with it's it's a it's a versus. You know, one we're never we're not even close enough to have competitive games like Apex and Fortnite, or sorry, not so much Fortnite because there is a mobile version of Fortnite that actually play you can play with Xbox and PS players on, which I think is great. Um, but like Apex and these really heavy Twitch shooters, I don't think we're there yet for that. Uh, but my point is, is with the the discless media, it's it's a transition period, right? Microsoft has to say at one some point. Okay, in order to keep costs down and this vision moving forward that I have, am I going to alienate a core section of my audience in the name of progress? 
and advancing the vision. Right. Yes, and the other the, the and we're kind of speaking blindly here because we're not sitting in Microsoft. We're not you know, I'm not the guy who's reporting to Phil Spencer on, you know what how many digital distributions how is Game Pass performing, but I'll tell you right now with the way Microsoft is talking and the moves that they have made over the last six months, those reports have got to be good. They yeah, got it. They got to say be good. like we. We may be talking out of our asses a little bit here, but like, let's be honest. We all remember the launch of the X. No, never. Face pocket. Face pocket. Brian (laughs) just tries everything he can to find a place to insert face pocket. Um, Fucking, we were playing the anyway. Never. I was trying to shoot through a riot (laughs) shield, and I was like, "I'm gonna hit him in the head slot," and he was like, "The face pocket." (laughs) Anyway. um, We all remember how the Xbox One launched. And the the next yeah, Xbox, do. the next Xbox will not make that same mistake. So. Nope. There's no way that they will. And so the idea that they're going to create something that's going to abandon a portion of their 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 population, without accounting yeah. for it, that's not going to happen. So. That's, that's so why I, I can the, I can see that accessory like something like what I was talking about. It, it's got to be a thing because they're not going to waste the time and resources on making two separate Xboxes, regardless. They do if now. They're going to make the money on it. They do now. They're they're making they're making three different Xboxes right now. Here's, right, no, I understand my... that, but it's it's a lot more. No, here's, here's of a gamble. No, here's what's going to happen. That portion to find those people that are on disc only or just digital. That disc version is going to be fifty to a hundred dollars more than the discless. Right, but but are you going to produce a hundred million disc versions and a hundred million digital ones, hoping that no. your hundred million discs are going to work? They're going to have to take that gamble that this many people actually use disc now. Well. Because you can't really, they ha- yeah. Well, they can they can they can look at statistics. They have and see that how many data. Physical copies of things. Yeah, I mean, they, they have that sold. data. Um, yeah, and I don't think it, I don't think it would be as big a deal as you think, um, Sarge. Because what they can do is they can create the same housing, and have a, an interchangeable front panel. Yep. And they're done. You know what I mean? Like if if they if they shipped the Xbox One X without a disc drive, they wouldn't have to change anything. What? Holy shit. I don't even know where the fuck the disk drive it's, is on my it's Xbox. It's under the lip on the left side. Oh, okay. I didn't see a seam on the But that, that's, like, that's my that? point around earlier with the consoles, yeah. right? It is, they can hide it. It is hidden so that I'm conditioned to not even think that there's a disk that goes in that. It's the same thing with the X. The only reason I know it's there, it's the same exact spot on the Xbox One S. The only reason I know it's there is because we have a white Xbox One S in the living room, and it's, it's, it stands out more. Um... I literally have never put a disc in my Xbox One. No, I've not. I did not know where the disc. I've never put was. a disc in my Xbox One X. I hear you, Sarge, and I don't want to like completely write it off, but I I do think it makes more sense for them to make two systems, one without a disc tray and one with, based on the fact that they're releasing one without a disc tray, soon, and that's absolutely a test to see what they can do next year with a disc. So. I completely discuss. Yeah. So here's here's something my chat brought up is, is it's not diff- yeah it's not difficult to tell who's da- who's running off downloaded versus physical media. The amount of data, and this is gets scary. Um, the amount of data that we are sending bi- on our usage on these machines back to Microsoft that they are monitoring is insane. They can slice and dice you, me, Caleb, and Bobby by probably 300 different dimensions outside of demographic, 
and everything else. I mean, we are put into categories and numbers and everything that is tracked against us. They know exactly how long every one of us played last year, and they could go that down to the user. Um, yeah. Yeah, they threw me some serious shit. They said, get a fucking life, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> I like whenever I wear a hood while wearing headphones, I look like a Star Wars character. Anyway, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, but the- Can you go to the chat really quick? Jimmy, Christmas. What? Can you go to chat? Can I go to chat really quick? I'll read it. Oh, snap. I got it. Yeah, no, Dentalicious uh, threw out in chat. Um, Eric, you're going to read it? Oh, I didn't know if you had it up. I just had it right here in front of me. No, I've got it. Yeah, so um, Dentalicious in chat says, so I have two competing thoughts in my head. I have two Xbox Ones in my house, one at my desk for gaming, and an S for Blue K uh, playback in my living room because it was the cheapest 4K Blu-ray player at the time. That's saying something. But ellipses. Microsoft is at the mercy of its shareholders and removing the discs saves them money and kills the secondary market meaning more money for them. So there's I, I have the one comment I want to add to that um, the kills the secondary market thing. I used to tout used games for a really long time um, and it, it's just a cheaper way for people to get a hold of games right that was my thought um, but then I went to a fucking conference with some developers uh, when I was working at, at Pixel Press, this game studio in St. Louis, and I went and talked about this with some of the people that I worked with that make video games. And they were like, fucking hate used yep. games. And I was like, whoa, chill, what are you talking about? And I realized, for the first time in my fucking life, having worked at GameStop for four years, and having bought used games for a long time, that most developers fucking hate used games because... That means, like, several people are buying a product they made and they're not getting any money from it yep. at all. Um, that's exactly. And I, that was the, that's exactly what my chat was. Just the first time up. I was like, it was the first time I was like, oh fuck! Like, the idea of making a digital-only system doesn't only make shareholders happy because it's less hardware, it's less relying on like fucking trucks full of shit and factories full of shit and. And all that physical stuff that exists. Um, and it's just that, like, everybody who wants to buy our game will buy the price we set for it. I, I just want to say this. Like, to answer our initial question, like, here's where I stand. This is, like, the hard line in the sand Uh-oh. to wrap it up. Bobby's laying it down. <laughs> I'm laying it down. Here's the thing. The gaming that you play will be on the device that is most convenient for you to hold in your hands. Regardless. Like, in the next five years it will no longer be i have to be at home to play this game a game can drop and you can be far from home and if you have a means of the screen and the internet you're playing it that's it if you want to play it here's where i think microsoft has done it really well they've they've made it easy for people to like dip their toe in yep where google's like you're doing this shit over here this is what we're fucking doing where microsoft says we want to be inclusive to anybody, regardless of monetary or social status. If you have the means to play it, you can play yep. it. If you want, yep. if you want to be the person that has the most high definition, best audio setup at home, we're going to give you the best hardware to do that on. But if you want to just have your smartphone or your tablet or your fucking iPod, and you want to play with your friends. We want to be the bridge that lets you do that. And I think that's what it comes down to. If you want to buy physical media to have the best fidelity in what you're playing without internet connection being an issue, that will be an option the next generation. I can't say beyond that. 
But I do sure. believe in the next two years, you will have the flexibility to play the game that you want to play regardless of where you're There's at. always going to be that end. There's always going to be the high-end consumer, right? I have a buddy here yeah. in town uh, in Austin that only buys Blu-rays because he can still get the best picture and sound out of it. This dude is also a day trader, and he spent an inordinate amount of money close to six figures on his home theater space. Um, so his sound and picture are that of what you would get in paying to go to the movie theater. Like when we go watch you know, movies, we go to his house um, to do it. Yeah. Uh, because there will always be a market for that high-end collector, that high-end person that wants the absolute best yep. local experience. Um, but you can't build a market around No, them. you can't. Yeah, I, I think right. I, my chat just said it. This is great. This is um, this is really interesting. Uh, insanity rebirth, but you know, I know him as Doomstick. Um, you know, a few people have mentioned it, and, I, and I've I've uh, I've I've seen this around Reddit and some other sites too that I frequent. Is Microsoft seems to be getting into, even though there will always be a physical hard. I think there will always be a physical device that is some sort of Xbox um, that. They're not interested in the console war anymore, which we've talked about before, and they're shifting their focus to exactly what you said, Bobby, which is games everywhere. Um, and mm -hmm. I think that is truly infinite thinking. <laughs> Man, did we bring up the infinite game? It was a good, it was a good episode. That one Vom dude. Um, um, what's his name? <coughs> he who will not be named. Did you guys see the internal email that Phil sent Vol out Voldemort? after Stadia? No. <laughs> no. So there's a really cool article out there floating around that has an internal email from Phil Spencer to his team. Basically talking about, like, yo, we've got three months and then it's going to be our time to tell our story. Like, where the industry's going makes me feel confident that the work we've been doing for the last several years is meaningful and in the right direction. Um, at this point in time, like... You know, we stand by the things that we want, inclusivity. We want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to play the games that we care about. Like, it's a really fucking awesome email, like, for his team and for the people that would be involved with it. It's not that long. Do you, do, you think... do you want me to read it? Yeah, go for it. Uh, here's the full memo. We just wrapped up. Why I'm hearing myself through somebody. Uh, we just wrapped up watching. Is that you? Oh, my bad. I'm really. I was really close to the microphone. Uh, yeah, no, uh, we, we wrapped up the Google. We wrapped up the Google announcement of Stadia as a team here at GDC. The announcement the is Googie yeah, announcement. the Googie announcement. The announcement is validation of the path we embarked on two years ago. Today we saw a big tech competitor enter the gaming market and frame the necessary ingredients for success as content, community, and cloud. There were no big surprises in their announcement, although I was impressed by their leveraging of YouTube, the use of Google Assistant, and the new Wi-Fi controller. But I want to I want to get back to us. There has been really good work to us. Uh, on to the position where we are poised to compete for 2 billion gamers across the planet. Google went big today, and we have a couple of months until E3 when we will go big. We have to stay agile and continue to build with our customer at the center. We have the content, the community, cloud team, and strategy. And as I've been saying for a while, it's all about execution. This is even more true today. Energizing times, Phil. Mm -hmm. Love you, Phil. I think, yeah, that's fucking on. dope. And so, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Stadia jumping out and people being like, oh, shit. Uh, Xbox has been has been brewing something like that for a couple yeah. of years. You know, they, they, so, they literally showed it like a week and a half before. Yeah. Not as seamless like from device to device, but they definitely showed 
Forza playing on a phone. And here's what's up. I don't need it to be as seamless from device to device if I can keep my Xbox profile and I can keep my uh, achievements and I can keep my friends and I can keep my party mode. You know what I mean? Like, if I have to wait a couple seconds longer for something to load, uh, that's fine if it means I get to keep the ecosystem. Yeah, I think Google's got a lot of interesting things in that steady announcement. I know we want to wrap up, but it's... There's a lot of cool things with the you can... If you're watching a streamer on YouTube play the game, you can buy the game and instantly be at the moment they're there. Um, that in that in reality is it's a cool feature. But I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm watching a streamer play a game, uh, I watched so many. Um, I watched so many hours of Hellblade before I finally got to play it. Um, and every emotion, every twist, every turn that I could have seen on that game, I knew about. But even still playing it from beginning to end um, was aw- was awesome. And I don't know, you know, there's a lot of cool things like that. We'll see how uh, we'll see how this goes. And then, yeah, my chat's bringing up, you know, they're bringing up, uh, you know, Microsoft, Nintendo, and all these t- people are just blowing past Sony, which I think uh, we haven't even. Co- we- I'm totally fine if Sony becomes what my buddy Edentalicious's Xbox in his living room is. I'm totally fine if Sony becomes a system I have for cinematic, single-player, amazing experiences. And I'm totally fine if my Xbox becomes the thing I actually do my work on. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, so, real quick, because people in Eric's chat can't do what I'm doing in my chat. Anybody listening to the podcast right now, no matter where it is, live... Get into the chats that we are in and say hi, just the letters H-I, nothing else, so that it's easy to find you. And we're going to put your name in a little drawing for that three-month pass to Xbox Game Pass, and we'll shoot you a message when we're done with this. Um, but we're going to... So yeah, do that. Jump in the chat. Say hi. I don't know if people like couldn't see me post that in my chat, but I wanted to make a verbal announcement. Anybody watching, anywhere, say Hi. Um, everybody that's in the podcast right now, the four boys that are in, the, in this crew, um, Discord me the names of people, and I've got a list, and then we're going to do a drawing. But while you guys are doing that, we're going to do our waypoints, and then we got a couple Wait, of little not, not, cool not waypoints. For... We're not waypoints. We're not waypoints. We're not waypoints. Checkpoints. Checkpoints. Bounties. Oh, bounties. That's right, bounties. Bounty points? We're going to do, do our bounties. Sorry, I said that's the first time I've said waypoints in weeks, Eric. It is. I'm doing. I'm doing yeah. better. You, you are. I said waypoints like every single end of the episode for like the first two months. Anyway, yeah, we're gonna do our bounties in the meantime. So, as you guys know, when we wrap up the show, bounties we give you. Fuck, we give you our bounties, which is what we're watching, reading, playing, or listening to, and uh, what we want to share with you. So I'll start this time. I normally don't do that. I have been uh, playing a lot of the Division Two. A lot. I'm going to jump into Sekiro for anybody interested. Um, uh, I'll probably start playing it sometime this weekend, but I'm going to start streaming it on Monday, so that'll be fun. And um, I've also been playing a little bit of Apex because of the season one of the Battle Pass and all that. Um, Watching Love Death Robots, Love Death Robots, Love Death Robots. Um, Also, I've been watching Community. If you haven't watched that show, please stop sleeping on it. That show's fucking great. It's on Hulu. Hulu has a free month for the first, free first month for trial, and that's $5.99 after that. It's dope. Um, Listening to. Listening to a lot of No Taker. N O T A K E R. 
He's super dope, makes really good electronic music, and I found out he lives in St. Louis, and we have mutual friends on Facebook. So, be, I, I, I don't want to speak a little early, but I really want to see if I can get some no-taker music in our podcasts. Um, reading. What am I reading? I'm not. I haven't been reading anything recently. I need to fix that. So, those are my bounties. I almost said waypoints. I had to tell myself not to. Those are my bounties. Um, directly above me, Sarge, what are you, uh, what, what's your bounties, buddy? Um, so, watching, I've currently started watching the Formula One racing series that started last weekend. Um, unfortunately, it's been the only race that I've gotten to see. But because of that coming out, I've been watching it with your uncle, Sketch Sawyer. Um, there is a documentary series of last year's season of Formula One that is really, really impressive for it to just be about a racing series. They go deep down about like specific teams, and it's not only the driver's faults; it's you know mechanics, pit stops, things like that that can be severely wrong, like team budgeting, why the top three teams have been that way for the past ten years, because. It's a pay-to-win sport instead of everybody being on the same playing field, which is really, really cool. Um, I've also been watching Community um, a lot. I moved from the office to the community because... I needed, I needed an, a little office break. I, yeah, I need to get off the office, but I do pick it up time to time in between. Um, games. I've been playing The Division 2. been playing Apex. Um, Formula 1 2018 because it's free on Game Pass. Might Is it any good? It. It's actually pretty good. Um, yeah. You run the career, and like you have to fight like you do in the like in like real life. Like you have to fight against your teammate to be better than them and build your uh, your team loyalty up with you to become like the number one driver yeah. on your team, whatever. Um, and then also today, I bought L.A. Noir on my Xbox One. That game is so good. And me and my wife are actually going to be doing a dual stream every once in a while of me and her continuously playing that game. We're going to play that that together at the same time. Um, She's been looking for, like, Nancy Drew-style games, and that was the first one that came to mind as soon as she said that. I was like, L.A. Nora, for sure. GTA... Nancy Drew. Dude, it's it's Law and Order the game. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's Law and Order the game. It's the fucking best. It's so I need good. To get that. So I need to get that again. So my my wife will, will because Amanda did the same thing. She was like, oh, I could just I could just do this while you I could just watch this while you play it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> right. I need to get that again. Um, so that's all I got. Dope, uh, Eric. What you got, buddy? What's your bounties? Apex Division. That's it. <laughs> okay, Bobby, what are you doing, my friend? Uh, as far as games I'm playing, uh, obviously I've been playing The Division, but really focusing on a game called Ape Out and uh, a game called Iconoclast. Both on the Switch, um, Ape Out is fucking bonkers. You guys just gotta go watch some shit on that. And sure. then as far as what I've been watching, uh, my wife and I just got through the first season of a show that came out a few years ago called The Center. Which is Jessica Beale, right? Yeah, it's fucking brutal, man. It's so good. That um, looked like Outlast, the TV show. For those of you who don't know what Outlast is, give us a rundown. Yeah, what, yeah give us a rundown. What's uh, what's the center about? Um, <laughs> without like diving into too much of the plot, Jessica Beale is a character that at one point in time in her life went through a really fucking traumatic experience, and 
due to repression and things of that nature completely forgot about said experience and then there's a trigger that comes from uh, a, a certain element in the show that brings back all that and results in some really bad shit that she has to navigate through and trying to figure out what happened to her and what she did and it's just really heartbreaking but also very much draws you into the the story and plight of her there is uh, because of that show i found uh, an artist musically that i've been listening to this week called big black delta and they are fucking wild um there's a song called hugging and kissing that you should check out by big black delta came out i think like 2013 2014 all right what kind of music um it feels a lot like it should have came out in 1983 Ooh, i like it that's a instant for me i have so much fucking synth wave and retro wave shit in my in my iTunes. uh well hold on Um, uh, like is it 80s synth wave retro wave or is it 80s 1983 like Oh no! I was just—I don't—I wasn't saying anything about. No, no, that I'm song. asking. I was saying that's that that era. Yeah, I'm asking Bobby I mean. to. What type uh, of music you're, in 1983? Careful with. Uh, I careful would, with playing it. Just you know. You know, I I think it's it's a lot more. Um, hang on. I probably wouldn't play it. Oh yeah. No, you can if you are. If, yeah, you can. You can play it. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. Uh, that's awesome. Also, turn my audio. I can hear myself coming out of here. So it's uh, no, that's super dope. It's a lot more like synth wave, kind of new wave esque. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yep, it's good. All right, one last update for people wanting to get that code. If you want to get that code, say hi and in while, the chat. And while you're while you're doing that, Smurfact this week. Oh yeah, we gotta. Okay, this is your last chance to get your name uh, in the drawing in chat. Just jump in, say hi, so that we know you want to be in that drawing, and then we will reach out to you after the show and get you a code for three months on Game Pass. While we are giving you time to do that, Eric is going to be reading this week's Smurf facts. This, what this, is this, my friend, the smack. This Smurf facts. Smurf, 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 Smurf fact. This week from the myth. <laughs> we need a sound. The man, so the much. legend himself. The name Xbox was derived from a contraction of DirectX Box, a reference to Microsoft's graphics API, DirectX. Thank God they didn't call it the Direct that, Xbox. I would, have, I would have done it. Direct Box? DX Box. DX Box. Yo, let's, get, let's go play DX Box, huh? <laughs> hey. Let's go play DX Box. Hey, ma! Let's hey, go play DX Box. We're going to play DX Box, ma! <laughs> Yo, there's a there's a fucking video of a guy yelling at his mom to come look at this cat. Ma! And it's the fucking best. Hey, Ma, this fucking come cat look. looks like Grandma. It's so come fucking hilarious. Come look at this hilarious. fucking cat. This cat, it looks like fucking Grandma. Ma! It's so good. Anyway. Anyway. Um, <coughs> I mean, it looks like we only had one entry, unless you guys had any in your chats. If you guys don't really like need Game Pass, that's totally cool. We're good with giving it to I was, the only person who I said was pushing, hi. Uh, I was pushing them your way, so if they came over. All right. All right. And so um, we will... What? Who said oh? Insanity on uh, Eric's... Yeah, click click the link, Doomstick. 
and come over to Caleb's chat. Say hi. I've been doing it. Oh, people are like, no way. <laughs> I've been doing it. Yeah, get over here. I've been get doing it all. Uh, so the whole we'll thing. do. Yeah, we'll keep the we'll keep doing the wrap up process so more people can get in. Um, if you like this show, uh, you should get on any of the places that we you can find us and like and subscribe to us. There's fun news about that. We are in. Spotify and Google uh, Play podcasts now. So we're on all. We made shit. it. We're on all. We that made shit. it, boys. We're on iTunes, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. Um, there's a couple of other RSS feed apps. We're gonna throw the RSS link into the actual um, posts when we when uh, we start posting them coming up this week. So the people that have just podcasters they want to plug that feed into, they can do it. Um, uh, if you want to. Download that if you want to go to our website to download that directly. Um, you can go to nerdybits.com slash listen. We throw all of the podcasts that we do up there. That includes Bounty Board, Procedural Generations, which is having its second episode this Wednesday. And then um, we just recorded our first session of Family Quest, which is our D&D podcast <coughs> tonight. And Bobby and I are going to do postmortem. So there's going to be all sorts of different stuff you can listen to on nerdybits.com slash listen. If you want to read anything that gets written by any of us here or any people outside of the podcast alone that want to write for Nerdy Bits, that's going to be on nerdybits.com slash read. If you want to watch uh, Sarge or uh, Glass stream. And Bobby, if you want to get some info up there, we can do that this week. But if you want to watch any people affiliated with Nerdy Bits stream, you can go to nerdybits.com slash watch. There's schedules posted. There's links posted. You can check them out. Um, both Sarge and Eric put it, make good content. Bobby makes good content. I'm starting to make good content, I think. People seem to like it whenever I stream, so that's dope. We're just trying to give you as much content to view as possible. Um, you can find me everywhere. It's important at Lubwub. You can follow Nerdy Bits on Twitter at nerdy underscore bits and on Instagram at underscore nerdy bits. Uh, Bobby, where can people find you? Lumjacksmack.com. All my social links are there. Dope. Uh, Eric, where can Hyper people find glass. you? Everywhere. Dope. Sarge, Sarge, where can people find you? Sarge and Sodium on basically anything right now. I got my Sweet. Instagram fixed. <gasps> is Sarge and Sodium like, available is. on Instagram? Yeah. Um, well, oh it's not God. available because oh. I because the one's still disabled, but I turned my, my personal one into... Sergeant Sodium, I just put an underscore in between Sergeant and Sodium. So, okay. I'll accept it You're for now. You're making it work. You're making it work. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. I keep hiccuping. Um, real quick, Insanity, do you want to be in the drawing? I said I'll allow, I'll allow the buy. I mean, at least it's in the same realm of the word. I just didn't know if he was joking or not. <laughs> there were simple instructions. <laughs> um... But yeah, dude, it's been another episode of Bounty Board. Sorry it was a little bit later this week. Just, you know, people get sick and work and family and all that shit. We had to push it a little bit. Sarge, never again. Um, and see, it. Insanity said he's going to, he said I'll pass. Okay. He just wanted to say bye because he was being funny. You're, you, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, so I think that means the only person that said hi is Panda. So we didn't even have to do a drawing. Panda, 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 panda. I will reach out to you sometime in the next ten minutes and shoot you a code for three months to Xbox Game Pass. Hell yeah! Um, boing, boing, boing. That's dope. Um, let me know what you download when you get it. <laughs> oh, and uh, said no, keep it. motherfucker! <laughs> panda just said keep it. This was a successful <sighs> unveiling. <laughs> this was a very good. Yeah, no, well, let's, so let's, good. Yeah, let's hold it. I think Panda's doing. I like. I like that Panda. I think let's hold it until we get some more yeah, people yeah, yeah. in here. We've got. 
all friends of the shows, uh, you know, hanging out. To, not that, no, not that is, we don't love you guys, but, you know, let's, uh, let's use that as a... No, Panda's being a good sport. I appreciate that. Yeah, we will... a good guy. We'll, we'll do the... We'll, we'll advertise the drawing next week so people show up. Right. It, or not. You know, or I, not. Don't know. I don't know. How to, I don't know how to get people to listen to what I say. Um, but, yeah, it's been another episode of Battery Board. If you want to listen to this, we're going to post it. On Monday, and uh, generally it's Monday morning, and I can't give you any definitive time when all of the services that we're on will upload it, but I know I'll get it up by 10 o'clock Monday morning. So, boom. 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 And this is the most not graceful dismount. We've, I even fucked up that sentence. This is the most graceful dismount we've it ever happens. had. It happens. <laughs> even professionals have off weeks. Yeah, it happens. Um, thanks so much, guys. I'm gonna jump on stream in a second, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put this bad boy to sleep. I'm gonna turn on my Xbox so that you can see a little loading screen. But um, what are we? Is anybody gonna be on and playing after this, real quick, before we say goodbye? Goodbye. I'm going to bed. Bobby's going uh, to sleep. I Sarge. probably have to go to bed. You're gonna go to bed. I may be on for a little bit. All right. It looks like I'm gonna be playing. There Sekiro you go. Go play. Since I'm not gonna go have play much to hang out with. So, yeah. Thanks so much for watching, guys, and. Uh, Thanks so much for listening to those of you who are listening, and we will catch you guys, um, like, soon. Because, you know, we're always around. See ya. See ya. Peace. Deuces.